Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we are always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And if you thought the chaos that is 2020 would be tamed in May, you must not have heard of the murder hornets. <laughs> yeah. You mean Baskin Bees? The Baskin Bees. Yeah. <laughs> Murder hornets, whatever you call whatever them you in your region. Them. Yeah. Just know they are infamously a problem. Yep. And they are going to get you. Mm-hmm. I urge everybody in this world to be prepared. All right. <laughs> yeah. It's probably good advice. I thought so. Yeah. I mean, it's not just buzz in the media. Yeah. It's a real thing. But aside from. Murder Hornet, or yeah, Murder Hornets. It's a weird name, isn't Baskin it? Baskin Bees. Baskin Bees. It's I'm better. sorry. It is better, but <laughs> I don't know if that's the legal name. Eh, probably not. But do you think Murder Hornets is a legal name? Because it doesn't uh, sound like it. I mean, murder is pretty legal. <laughs> okay. Well, it's illegal. I was going to say. I don't but know. it's like a legal thing that Got if it. you commit it. They're not like manslaughter hornets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reckless endangerment yeah. hornets. Bees getting drunk. Yeah. Stinging people on accident. Yeah. Flying under the influence. Yeah. <laughs> buzz driving. Yeah. Drinking their buzz right. beer. <laughs> yep. I guess buzz flying. Not driving. It's worse. There's multiple different directions you could go the wrong yeah, way. Yeah, that's truly Yeah. Get hit from, like, below. Multiple different angles, yeah. <laughs> but it's not the only thing coming up in May. What else is there? Well, not coming up anymore. We had Mother's Day. We did, yes. It just happened. Yeah. That just happened. <laughs> sure did. Mother's Day. <laughs> Hopefully everyone was able to safely practice whatever they needed to do for Mother's Day. And it was a difficult time to have mothers who you don't already live with because... Everybody's supposed to be social distancing and all that bullshit, so it's uh, difficult to, like, you can't, like, you're not supposed to go visit people, you know, so. Yeah, holidays are easily a reminder of yeah the isolation we all have to yeah. deal with right yeah. now. Yeah. But it wasn't just Mother's Day. True. It was my birthday as it well. It was, yeah. Happy birthday! <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, it's from, like minions or something i can't remember okay it's just something that's in my head forever okay because of jesse okay yeah. <laughs> that's a thing then yeah yeah i mean it was pretty relaxed but we had a good time it's from ratatouille i think ratatouille okay yeah. i don't think i've seen that <laughs> but she explained the scene to me once yeah so now i remember it forever okay yeah <laughs> it was the moment of her saying it that made it yeah because she says it all the time remembering yeah <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, you know, I did what, you know, you do on your birthday in quarantine, mm-hmm. which is the same thing you do every other day. Right. Eat what you want. But it's your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Eat whatever you want. Yeah. Do whatever you want inside yeah. your house. So, had a nice conversation <laughs> with my mom for about an hour, mm-hmm. doing our joint birthday Mother's Day thing. Yes. And then it was on to Warzone. Yep. Well, I mean, we did play something in between that. Yeah, we tried out Borderlands 3 yeah. on stream. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Didn't get the settings right, so only I'm the one talking. 
Yeah. So it looks like I just talked to myself, which is fine. I feel like most streamers look like they talk to themselves, to be yeah, fair. Well, because... Yeah, because usually they're t- just responding to people in chat. Yeah, yeah. and I So usually, I guess you could assume that's what I was doing. I usually don't have the chat open, so to me, everyone is yeah. talking to themselves. <laughs> yeah, so I guess you could assume that's what I'm doing, but if you were to look at the chat, it would show nobody there. Right. <laughs> so I'd be like, this guy's really got problems. Not only does he talk to himself, but he thinks there's people talking to him in the chat. Right, right. <laughs> just like laughing at jokes no yeah. one said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But some good news came out of that. Yeah. Not only did I get to spend time with my friends playing Warzone for my yeah. birthday. Yeah. Drinking some Natty Daddies. Yeah. Not sponsored. <laughs> but if you're interested. But reach out. Reach out because we would love to advertise for you. <laughs> oh my God. That would be insane. Uh, we got back-to-back wins again. Mm-hmm. What better way to celebrate your birthday? That's a good call. Yeah. And Mother's Day. I did it for her too. Yeah, you did it for your mom. <laughs> This is dedicated to all the moms out there. Yeah, I should have said that. <laughs> I should have said that. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah. So, that that was our week. Yeah. I guess a day, but... Yeah. That a was day our, of the week. That was our big event of the week. Yes. Yeah. But that's not the only big event. Okay. Yeah. Well, what's the other one? In gaming, there's some events <laughs> coming up in the next couple months. Okay. All right. Let's, let's, let's dig into it. Starting in June, the Media Indie Exchange has announced a Guerrilla Collective, which is going to be a three-day event focused on indie devs and publishers. Now, this is obviously something sparked because of the E3 cancellation. Mm -hmm. So all those devs who are smaller scale, who don't have that big marketing ability financially Mm -hmm. to, you know showcase their games uh i guess we're all working together now and they're going to be a part of ign's summer of gaming along with some others okay uh and it's going to run from june 6th through the 8th and it's going to start at 10 a.m pacific okay and they promise to have announcements for every platform okay so i assume that means xbox one ps4 switch gigapets Gigapets, sure. I don't. Is, is that coming back? I was just joking. It probably is. I don't know. <laughs> it was just a joke. Yeah, I mean, now I expect it. Okay. Fucking get on Twitter after. Where the fuck were the Gigapets? <laughs> this is bullshit. I'm assuming Series X will be there. PS5. PC, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean. That would make sense. Yeah. I mean, they'll obviously be trailing the Gigapets event, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's going to be hosted by Kinda Funny's Greg Miller. Oh, okay. Who actually used to work for IGN. And right. He did his own video game showcase thing the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, in place of the PlayStation event that was canceled mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. He did his own because of that. And I'm sure he got together with other people. And he's like a big producer force on this side as well okay so big things that's cool yeah yeah and i was wondering if he was going to do something because of the whole e3 cancellation i was like he's got to be doing something because mm-hmm. uh the playstation experience didn't happen and he did something for that and just mm-hmm. like it just seemed like a natural progression to do something for this now so uh and then on top of that the bigger publishers 
EA and Ubisoft both have announced plans for their E3 replacements. Okay. So, technically, EA was never a part of E3 the last few years. They had their own thing outside of it, but it was during the same event time. Uh, so, they're going to continue that, but digitally only. So, obviously, okay. uh, they're going to do their EA Play on June 11th, and they have no official announcements that will be at the event for games. But it's likely going to have FIFA, soccer, right, Madden football, because those are always there every year. And then because of the success of Jedi Fallen Order, mm-hmm. we know that there's a sequel to that. Right. Uh, and they are on the back half of their deal to have those games exclusive to EA, right? So mm-hmm. we're probably going to see something there for that. It would be dumb if they didn't, at least. Right, right, for sure. And then as far as Ubisoft, they have announced their event called Ubisoft Forward, which is a weird name, but mm-hmm. okay. I guess that's their way of trying to market their going to the future. They're, yeah. They're leaving their old ways behind since they had all that drama with the replacing mm-hmm. the structure of their game development. Right. True. Uh, and they are going to have a digital showcase as well with news, reveals, and more. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And of course, Assassin's Creed Valhalla has already been announced. Mm-hmm. We know that's a thing. We've yes. seen a trailer. We've seen apparently gameplay that looked just like a trailer. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's most likely going to be there, obviously. Right. Yeah, I'm excited so. to see some actual real gameplay yeah. of that. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> also, side note on that, I don't I forgot to tell you, I found a way to see the female protagonist. It's in like figurine form on their website when you go to pre order it. Oh, okay. You can see the figurine and she's beat. That's really upsetting. What do you mean beat? Like I don't know what that not means. pretty. She's okay. Well, very masculine looking. I don't know a lot of Viking warriors, but I would just assume that they wouldn't be feminine, given the well, culture of Vikings. Fine. Again, haven't hung out with a lot of them. This is just me operating off of the assumptions of Vikings, the TV show, and oh. they still had people <laughs> that were badass warriors that weren't like it's like the Marvel movies that you don't have like the the female superheroes aren't beat. They're like. Really hot and really powerful. Yeah, they're strong, independent women. Yeah, so I was, I'm ho- just hoping that the figurine doesn't do her any services and she's a little bit better looking. Just because. Okay. Why would you want to? Would you? I would play the guy instead. Okay. That's how badly would I don't want to considered look at her. Cassandra in Odyssey attractive? Yeah. yeah, she was pretty. You'd bang her? I mean, yeah. Okay. I mean, <laughs> in the, a lot of people would this apparently. Digital theoretical she world, was just I suppose. banging everybody in yeah, that game. Yeah, she was into everybody, so. You know, didn't matter you have a dick, vagina, tits. Yeah. Man tits. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could have any of those, yeah. actually, coming up here soon. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is actually going to allow you to customize your genitals. I've been wanting to do so. Yeah. Um, apparently, you're able to select the size and appearance of various genitalia, regardless of whatever gender base you choose. So it's like a mix and match? Yeah, like you can give the Choose female... your own adventure, if you will? Essentially. Choose your own adventure of a body, I guess. You can... What it looks like is you can give the female-looking body a penis. 
Okay. You can give the male body, uh, or the masculine body, uh, boobs. Okay. And a vagina, potentially. Okay. It's all blurred out, so, it, yeah. I don't know. But it's an interesting... Like, in the game, it'll be blurred? I'm so not sure. I was watching a what's little... What's the point? No, I don't case. know what's happening in the game. It probably wouldn't be. Because also, it's got rating mature, I think, right? So... Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be a mature game. So, but yeah, there's clothes involved. So, not that that's gonna the little ch- thing, stop parents from giving their kids the game because yeah, they're the, idiots, but it's fine. But the little video thing that I watched that was supposedly demonstrating it had it all blurred. So I that's don't. probably just because it's on the internet. Yeah. yeah. Once it's in the game. Yeah, I'm assuming censor. the game is not blurred. I'm just saying that. I didn't get a lot of detail well, because of they that. They could. They wouldn't. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's a there's not like a huge amount of detail on how it's gonna work. But uh, they they are supposed to be announcing. CD Projekt Red is actually supposed to announce more details yeah. on the game June 11th. Anyway, so so they just basically one upped Rockstar with Red Dead Redemption 2's horse balls shrinkage and mm-hmm. expanding mm-hmm. in weather. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Battle of the <laughs> genitalia. Yeah. So as we've talked about multiple times, this game, Cyberpunk 2077, has been discussed for quite a while now that it's going to have a free next-gen upgrade, right? Uh, Well, that was more of a recent announcement, Okay. but the game's been well marketed as it's going to be on next-gen as well. Okay. I guess I'll just go fuck myself then. (laughs) Why would you need to? You could have Cassandra do that for yeah. you. Um, anyway, uh, we knew already that this this has already been revealed that that game is going to have a next-gen upgrade. And um, I there was... You watched the... Uh, what is this thing called? The Microsoft presentation It was presentation the, the inside oh, my, Xbox, inside Xbox. Event, or their, their show. Okay, yes. But it was a special event based off third-party mm-hmm. developers who will be... On Series X. Right. Um, so I'm just going to go through a list here with a couple of comments and then you can pipe in with what you, how you felt about some of them from your watching experience. Okay? Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So um, the first ones I'm going to mention, these games were um, announced or revealed and they are actually all committed to smart delivery, which smart delivery is Xbox's or Microsoft's kind of way of saying you can buy the xbox one version and you'll automatically get the one x or the x series x version once you upgrade you don't have to buy it again and it's free um so it's like a a built-in situation in those versions uh so scarlet nexus made by bandai namco is one of them so scarlet nexus it's uh, it's like an anime okay it looks like I your typical slasher anime mm-hmm. quirky action adventure game gotcha uh not really my thing Mm -hmm. but it had a very unique creative take to it i don't know if this is an actual anime or just a new property with anime okay art gotcha but uh so like some of the enemies are fucking weird as hell looking they're like essentially bouquets of flowers with like animal legs what (laughs) it's it's very very weird that sounds insane. So, like, it sounds like it's, it, it looks like it's going to be a very unique okay. game. Whether it's an anime already, I have no idea. But okay. It definitely will catch people's eyes. Whether they're into it or not, they'll remember it. Got it. Okay. I kind of want to check it out. Uh, all right. So, next game on this list is Second Extinction, Reclaim Earth, uh, made by Systemic Reaction. 
And this is like seems like a game that you designed in your head somehow. Yeah. Are you sure they didn't like record your dreams and probably steal your did. ideas? Google's probably <laughs> working for them. Yeah. So want to tell people a little bit about this one? Yeah. So the basic premise from what I got from the trailer is it's like Call of Duty Zombies, mm-hmm. which is level-based survival. You just yeah. waves of zombies and you have to survive with your friends mm-hmm. and loop the map and survive right until you kill the last one then go to the next level and do it again with more of them right uh even stronger so it's essentially that but dinosaurs okay instead of zombies okay so fuck yes yeah it sounds again make them zombie dinosaurs i I don't give a shit yeah they should have the final level be zombie dinosaurs yeah you unlock a secret level you just beat the dinosaur game and they're back to life now we have zombie dinosaurs (laughs) Play it all again, but you're fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I'm very excited about this. Yeah, I don't so know sold. much about it. It just the concept showing is great. a bunch of, <laughs> and it looked like it was kind of a lower tier game. It mm-hmm. didn't look like it was a really high budget. The dinosaurs mm-hmm. were essentially all just raptors. It looked like okay. Um, it didn't have like amazing graphics, but it looked like it had a lot of fun replay value with okay. friends. Gotcha. So I'm intrigued by it. Of course. Uh, okay, so next up on our list is Yakuza Like a Dragon, made by Sega. Any thoughts on that one? Um, I haven't gotten into the Yakuza series yet okay. myself. I know there's a couple on Game Pass. I, I've i played the demo for one mm. of them. It's, it doesn't feel like it's my thing. This okay. looks like it's kind of like a departure from the typical Yakuza games. It okay. looks like it's more... Uh, like a dragon? Yeah, it's more like a dragon. <laughs> You got me. <laughs> I don't know why I wanted to do that. <laughs> but it it looks like the characters have completely different characters. So like, okay. I don't know who the characters are, but gotcha. like it it seems like it's I guess you would call it like a spin off okay. game okay. of the series. Gotcha. Okay. Uh next on here is Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which I'm super jazzed about and we've already talked about. They did show what they called gameplay, which okay. just looked like it was more trailer yeah i watched it afterwards and i was like where's the gameplay there's like a two second period where he like kicks somebody i guess Mm -hmm. so i'm assuming it's in-game engine that they're showing Mm -hmm. but it's probably more of a preset whatever video setup of the game not so much that it's actually gameplay right which is what i wanted to see yeah but if they're claiming that that's gameplay, then they definitely confirmed that he throws the axe like I wanted him to. That's true. So that's the only thing I learned. And from it looks it. like they're raiding a fort yeah. of some sort. So, yeah. you know, you're probably going to see that whole in Odyssey where you go and you take over forts and right, right. steal all the shit, assassinate all the people in there. Although it does look very uh, ocean heavy. And I was that was my least favorite part of Odyssey. So, okay. I'm hoping. Well, I mean, Vikings, that's. I mean, yeah, no, I get it. It's not wrong. <laughs> I just was hoping for the less of that part. So yeah. we'll see what happens. You want a more feminine, not boat women? <laughs> not boat women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so next on our list here, we've got Dirt 5 by Codemasters. Racing game. Okay. I mean, it's a racing game. It, okay. Every new generation, there's always a racing game because those are the easiest way to, to show off the glamour of mm-hmm. the graphics okay. you know the new shiny car the, cars and the, shit. Yeah. the sun reflects off of it and the turns and shit it just it's a very easy way to showcase your engine okay 
Uh, no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> uh, like a dragon. <laughs> okay, and then we've got Vampire the Masquerade, Bloodlines 2. That's quite a name. Uh, made by Paradox Interactive. Yeah, I didn't know about the first one. So yeah, I've never heard of it. When I saw it, I was like, what the fuck? And at first, I was like, out loud, I thought to myself, this is a new take mm-hmm. on Bioshock. I was like, in my head, it was like, this is Bioshock. This is a new Bioshock. And then they announced this. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I, okay. And I was like, apparently it's something, because there's a second, okay. or there, there's a first one. Right. <laughs> yeah. Unless they're just trolling everyone, and there's actually not. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a... Thanks, Thanks Killing, killing yeah. 3. Yeah. There was no 2. Yeah. Okay, then we've got Call of the Sea by Raw Fury. It f- was a very artsy looking game. It mm-hmm. reminded me a lot of the tone of what remains of Edith Finch. Okay. Um, didn't really get much out of it other than that. Just It appeared like a walking simulator story driven game, but I don't know. Okay. Um, okay, then we have The Ascent by Neon Giant and Curve Digital. Anything jump out at you for that one? So the Ascent is basically a top-down shooter. Uh, it looked very generic. Okay. Uh, looked looked good. Yeah. But but not mind-blowing. I'm not really into top-down shooters myself, yeah, so maybe that's all it was for me. But it it didn't look like anything special. Okay. But it looked like it would be fun. Uh, then the next on our list is Chorus by Deep Silver. Yeah, so this looked like it was like a single-player-driven game. It said it has two protagonists and weapons and special abilities that you'll get throughout the game. Okay. So, seems like it's just a game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it it looked cool. Um, it It's based off like a cult that's taken over the planet, and you have to find okay. a way to just defeat it, I guess. I, sure, yeah, okay. It, it reminds me a lot of Control, okay. the way it looked, okay. like the, the tone, the feel. Okay. Um, especially with them emphasizing the special abilities that you'll be getting to Makes sense. fight this cult. Okay. And that is the last on our list of the committed to smart delivery games. Um, and then technically Madden NFL 21 is offering a free upgrade. EA has announced they're doing a free upgrade for this one as well, but they're not technically committing to, uh, smart delivery. They are offering a limited time upgrade, which is saying if you purchase NFL 21, Madden NFL 21 by the end of this year, and then upgrade to Series X by the end of March of next year, then you can get the free upgrade. Okay. Yeah, I know. That's... that's It's like, why even... I mean, yeah, I know you're trying to save face, but like... <laughs> why do you even need to bother with that? Yeah. Because it's Madden. Yeah. It's going to drop in price after like two months 20 anyways. seconds, yeah. That, that's the whole deal they're trying to do. They want you to buy it because they know you're just going to buy it when yeah. it's cheaper. Yeah. So they want to suck you in now. Right, right. For sure. Um. So there's a pretty decent, I think there's, what they say, there's 13 confirmed games that are doing the free upgrades, and then the rest of these were announced at, um, on this video uh, presentation, but they're not part of the free upgrade group as far as we know yet. We've got Scorn. Scorn was a fucking weird-ass trailer. <laughs> okay. Uh, my first instinct was this just out Kojima'd Kojima. Okay. So you have no idea what it's about then? Not a clue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, 
basically it was like this weird fucking alien ship or something. It looked a lot like the tone of Alien. Okay. Like the spaceship that they first find those eggs in. It's like got a very organic feel to the environment. Okay. But it felt like it was a building. Okay. And then like this weird creepy skeleton creature thing. Mm Mm-hmm. That had these tentacles that it used to, like, impregnate another thing that looked like it was dead through the mouth. Okay. And then it gave it life. Okay. It was very morbid and creepy. Yeah. Uh, but I also want to know what the fuck it is. Of so, course, yeah. Uh, it just kind of felt like a mix between, like I said, Alien and, like, I guess, like, Doom. Creature art felt like it was, like, Doom creatures. Okay. Interesting. From, like, the newer games. Right, right. So, I don't know. I'm intrigued, but, like, all we got was a trailer that just basically gave an artsy, what the fuck is this, and then the title. Yeah. So. Okay. If there's no, more out there, I don't know about it. But got it. But I'm very much intrigued to see what this is. Okay. Uh, this is an interesting one. Bright Memory Infinite by FYQD, which is apparently a single person. It looks like it's just called Fucked. Okay, that's fair. (laughs) Which, if it's a single person making an entire game, they are fucked. They are fucked, you're right. Absolutely, they are fucked. Yeah, when I heard it was one guy making this, I was like, how is this one guy? That's nuts, yeah. Did he start this in, like, when he was born? Maybe, who knows? Uh, This looks gorgeous. I think this is going to be a game that really shows the tech of the, the next gen. Okay. Uh, it basically started out looking like a samurai-style environment, mm-hmm. but you had guns and it was a shooter. Okay. Uh, everything was just shiny and beautiful and colorful. Mm-hmm. And it just a lot of violence. He had a samurai sword. He chopped some. He like chopped people up. It had yeah. like this tone of a first-person shooter, kind of like Bullet Storm back on last gen, which okay. was an epic game that was. Basically, Gears of War first person. Okay. Uh, it felt kind of like that game mixed with the current Call of Duty Black Ops 4 okay. gameplay where you have like this cable that you can launch and whatever launch over to things. Right. Grappling hook, I guess, is what you would call them if yeah. you had words. <laughs> yeah. So it, it has a samurai tone with guns and then all of a sudden there's a... DeLorean that shows up and you get in the fucking vehicle and you what? start driving and you're what? in this car chase and you're it just okay. it, it went out of nowhere sure. to like <laughs> so I don't know what this game is either but okay. it's just full of adrenaline and action it seems okay so I guess this I can't tell like the details but there's it seems to be a, a new version or an, a continuation of the PC game Bright Memory which came out in 2019 um, so. Okay, so this game isn't even that old. No, I'm, so I'm confused by a lot of it. So it's probably just a port? That's my thought, but I couldn't find anywhere saying that, so I don't know if they're, it's different or not. Yeah, they probably just don't want to call it a port because it probably sounds negative toward right. yeah. coming out on a new console. Fair, yeah. It sounds like it's old news rather than, look at this new game. New fancy thing, yeah. But yeah, it's I've seen quite a few like positive comments about this game. So yeah. it's I mean, I would imagine the tech on a PC is better than it is on these consoles as far as what the game can do. In theory, yeah. So 
Okay, and uh, we got The Medium. How do you feel about that one? Um, It's not really my style. It, it was more like a psychological horror tone. It's not your style? No, I'm like more into like... survival horror. Psychological horror isn't really my thing. So what's psychological horror then? Like paranormal stuff. Okay. Versus actual creatures. Okay, got it. Like, uh, did you... I feel like you played a little bit of the... What was that game we had got? Um... I can't think of it. It okay. basically it was a first person scene like it was survival horror and they end up being like you have a fucking camera and that was you had to just go through this asylum with a camera. Oh, that sounds terrible. I don't remember playing we have that, it. but I feel like I remember I started about it was it. kind of bored after a little while. Yeah. Um I don't know. So not enough the monsters new for you. The trend is psychological horror and I'm not really into it. Uh the there was another game was made by the creature, the people that made Resident Evil, or the guy mm. who made Resident Evil. Okay. We have the first one. It's got like the guy in the chainsaw fucking on the cover. Oh. It's fine. I'm just an idiot. Evil Within? Evil Within. Thank you. I knew yeah. there wasn't. Oh. So that, it's kind of feels like that kind of a game. Okay. Side note. What? Doki Doki Literature Club is considered a psychological horror. I never finished that, so I don't know what the fucking oh shit was on that. <laughs> you just reminded me. I yeah. started that game because people said it was like this big oh shit fucking crazy yeah. twist. And I played it, I felt like, for hours, which uh-huh. was only supposed to be a few hour game. And I was like, I feel like I played this too long yeah. and nothing's happened. It just felt like it was like a weird anime dating simulator. <laughs> yeah, that's how you were describing it. It kind of made me wonder if we got the wrong game. Okay, well now I need to go back to that. Yeah. Um. Okay, But yeah, Sorry. so... Yeah, I'm just not really into the psychological horror. I prefer, like, this is an actual creature and I need to kill it rather than, oh, every time I turn around, there's something there and then it disappears. Oh, and God. Yeah, I don't like that. You get all these weird, you know, psychological nightmare sequences okay. and stuff. Okay. I'm not into that. Just give me a fucking okay. shotgun and tell me there's three zombies that are fucking in that room. Well, just to warn you then, uh, uh, Hellblade... There's a little bit of that, but there, yeah, I there is follow that. through with actual things to kill too, okay. but it's got a little bit of that. Yeah. I kind of suspected that with that game. Yeah. That's why I haven't really started it yet. And it's like very, I don't know. It's put, it puts me on edge. So I assume that's the feeling you're yeah. supposed to get from those psychological yeah. horror. Makes movies. you want to fight somebody. <laughs> no, makes me want to like, just not <laughs> curl up in a ball, just curl up in a ball and like not exist. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> just like be in a blank space yeah. where nothing else is happening. <laughs> Safe to say nobody buys a sequel. Yeah, right? <laughs> Unless you're into that. Yeah, which a lot I, of people clearly are. So, yeah. anyway, good. Moving on. Uh, so, yeah, let's... Oh, any, one more note for the yes. medium. Okay. The big sell on that reveal of that game was that it's got the composer who did the original Silent Hill series. Which is supposed to be psychological Which horror, is right? like... Yes. Okay. Well, it, it was like also considered survival horror. Okay. But it's... More on the side of psychological. Okay. But as much as it would be in the 90s when... Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so that's like the big thing is like he was a big part of Silent Hill. So people have people are like, big oh, expectations shit. of this mm-hmm. game being comparable now because of that. Okay. Okay. Do you have any final thoughts for this uh, video presentation thing that you watched? 
it was fine. Okay. Uh, I was really amped going into it, but it was all specifically about third-party games, mm-hmm. not first-party. Right. So I kind of knew I wasn't going to get amazing things I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. But I was hoping there'd be like a, oh, shit game that was a third-party. Mm-hmm. They just, there really wasn't. They're all things that you don't really know about, or they're just kind of like, oh, yeah. Okay. Like Dirt 5, like, of course, you know. So it wasn't anything that got me amped up, but there were some good-looking games okay. based off what they showed. Good. Uh, and then July is when we're going to expect game Xbox Game Studios reveals, right? Yeah, they had a quick little message at the end that they'll have the actual first-party game lineup reveals in July at some point. Okay. So, which falls in line with E3, so... Right, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and one controversy I will say about this whole thing, which I think is a non-controversy, but people are upset about it. Uh-huh. Apparently, because they showed that these games were being ran on PC as far as the footage mm-hmm. that they showed, people were upset and thought that that meant that the Series X was not you know, capable of performance oh. ability to show what the, to actually run these games. Right. But the fact is, that's just how they do it when they do presentations. Yeah. It's always on PC. Yeah. Even E3, Sony, and Microsoft, they put their shit on PC. It's yeah. not a thing about it's, the game can't run. Yeah. That's like a no-brainer, yeah. I thought. Okay. Because it gives you the best possible look. Right. Yeah. You wouldn't want to like... Yeah, no, it totally makes sense to me. Anyways, you know, these are all things that are coming the next gen. Uh, and there's potentially other things coming the next gen that are already here. Oh, yeah, what for else? For people. Uh, you know, Warzone, for example. Okay. Uh, it seems like it's going to become the next gen, which I feel is a no-brainer. Yeah. Uh, at the very least, a new version of it, if not right. the one that's here. Yeah. Uh, so, a spokesperson for Infinity Ward, which is the developer who made Warzone, mm-hmm. uh, was talking to GamerGen, and they had asked them a question. Uh, the person's name is Taylor Kurosaki. Uh, for Infinity Ward, and Gamergen asked them about the future of Warzone and where it's going and mm-hmm. stuff, uh, if it's going to be on next gen, and their response was, as soon as those new systems are out and available, I'm sure we'll support them. I mean, right? No yeah. shit. Of course they would. Yeah. It's more money in their pocket. Yeah. Why would they not? And then they continue to say, Call of Duty is a genre in itself. There are different branches in the Call of Duty tree. But they're all connected in some ways. Uh, Warzone will be the through line that connects all of the different various sub-franchises of Call of Duty. Interesting. I don't know if I'd say that they're different types of games. They're all first-person <laughs> yeah. shooters. It's just the theme of World War II or Vietnam right. or modern day. Like it, That's the only really difference between them right. is the timeline. Uh, but they're saying that Basically, Warzone is going to be the hub to connect all these different Call of Duty universes, I guess you would say. Okay. Uh, which, yeah, I mean, it, they kind of already are doing that. They tied Modern Warfare into it. So, like, basically, I would be shocked if they didn't just use the season pass and cosmetics and all these things, like character skins from yeah. these different games right to buy in warzone so you can have those characters you can yeah. have those guns you can have those skins of yeah. those guns 
Like, it's just like, it's, that's what they're doing that already. Yeah. So, of course, they're going to do it with the other games. Mm-hmm. So, that's really it about Warzone. Okay. But, I mean, I think it's obvious it's going to be there next gen. Yeah, there's. it's not like we're going to suddenly stop now after years and years of Call of Duty. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, and they already have, uh, they've already announced that there's going to be another Call of Duty in 2020. This year? Yeah, because, wow, okay. I mean, it's an annual game. It, it's okay. a game they release every year. It's not... Okay. That's why, you know, my friends were asking, like, oh, do you think they're going to have a new map yeah. in Warzone? I'm like, I don't know, because they're coming out with the next Call of Duty, mm-hmm. you know, probably in six months. So... If they're smart, they'll just say, if you buy that game, you get a map for Warzone. Well, Warzone, like, the whole... It, it is a map. That's the entire oh, game. Oh, so it's like, um... So it's an alternate like, map. Oh, okay. So it's... Okay. So it's it's like, um, like, Fortnite. And where there's one, yeah, one there's map. Yeah, there's one big that map. Has. That's okay. the game. So you don't get to, like, oh, I'm going to play this map today. I'm no, play no. Oh, it's okay. one map. My bad. I have no idea what the yeah, fuck I'm talking so, about. So, like, if they're going to continue Warzone as a service that links the others and it would make sense that yeah they would probably just continue like oh here's a new map right that's like this season or whatever right. of the game yeah for the next you know tie into that game but at the same time they if, if they go the route of like we're going to make a new war zone that is going to be within the next game mm-hmm. then they're probably going to have low maintenance on this one mm-hmm. and focus on that one right yes. they're not going to double dip in production for both games right but it does sound like they're gonna go warzone is the hub for battle royale tied into the next game coming out so yeah maybe they will have a new map which i would like to see obviously right but i also want to have the option mm-hmm. of playing which one i want i don't yeah. want it to be like this is the map now you have to play this one right because if the map sucks then that's a whole season you don't get to play. <laughs> yeah, like I don't want to play interested. if I'm, yeah. you know, and obviously if you're not good at it because it's new and right, you know, you know, that discourages you from wanting to play it. Yeah, especially when you're two back to back wins. Yeah, you know what I haven't seen you play in a long time? Your VR headset. Yeah, I just, I mean, it's been kind of quiet with VR. Yeah. But I have some good news. Do you? While we still wait for Iron Man. Uh huh. Because that still has no release date, I don't think, if I'm correct. Not that I'm aware of, yeah. Uh, Vader Immortal, that was the game on Oculus, is coming out on PSVR. Huh, okay. So, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. Because I was interested in that, but then I was like, oh, it's exclusive to Oculus? That sucks. Yeah. Guess I won't be playing Moving it. on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we tried at E3 one year, but it just was a long-ass line. That's when it was first coming out. Yeah. We uh, it, it came out in May of last year. And it was like an episodic game that was VR-based. Only three episodes. Uh, so, yeah, they have announced that it was actually on Star Wars Day. Whatever it was, May the 4th. May the 4th, yeah. Uh, so they announced it as mm-hmm. coming to PSVR. That's really cool. Which is what we have. So, Very exciting. Yeah, so I was really relieved to see that. Uh, no price yet, but the game episodically on Oculus was priced at nine ninety nine each. Okay. So about $30 for the game combined. That seems fair. After you buy them all. Yeah. So that seems about what you would expect for a VR game. Right. Especially assuming these are smaller story episodes. I'm assuming they're no more than a few hours each. 
Right. Uh, and the release window is expected 2020, uh, summer, summer 2020. Nice. Okay, so really soon, up. in a few months. Very cool. Uh, which again, they're probably just porting it over. I'm sure there's not a whole lot of added features. But the cool thing is it's all going to be bundled together. So That's you good, don't have yeah. to buy them each mm-hmm. separately. You just buy the bundle of all three. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, well, on another uh, large franchise that has really diehard fans... <laughs> Lord of the Rings Gollum, the uh, upcoming stealth adventure game by Daedalic. Is how you say that, I think? Uh, they finally released some screenshots of that game. And uh, it's... What do you think? How did you feel about the screenshots? Um, I thought it looked terrible. Yeah? Um, the overall environment looked like it was a little bit darker and mm-hmm. more realistic at points. Mm-hmm. Um, but... The character of Golem himself looked way too cartoony for my liking. Yeah. He looked like it was like something you would have seen in the animated Tarzan movie for Disney. Like it was very bubbly eyed and cartoony like that. Yeah. It just, it, it literally looked like a character from that. Yeah. So. Well. I wasn't into it. Yeah, I feel I see what you mean. I I kind of understand where you're coming from with that. On the other hand, I kind of also see. I think the character just needs to be less glossy, and then he probably would be less weird looking. Because I feel like the graphics, he seemed very shiny, <laughs> hmm. and the background and the other thing, the other characters or the other creatures in this in the different screenshots, I thought looked better than he did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like the, I assume they're orcs or whatever. Yeah, the orcs. Look like they were more detailed to them and mm-hmm. more realistic. Yeah, but. As far as you can go with fantasy yeah, creatures. Realistic as far as we know, yeah. <laughs> um, and then there was like a scenery one, which was like bright green, and you could just see a lot of greenery. And that one was really cool, but also very cartoony, like you said. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this game is scheduled for all the next-gen platforms, 2021. Yeah, and PS5, Xbox Series X, yeah. and uh, PC, I believe. And even though it says that it's based on the books, it actually, the, the Golem looks like you would expect. Yeah, it was very confusing movies. because they even had, I remember an article about how it wasn't going to be the Golem from yeah. the movies. Right. And so don't have that expectation. Right. But then this looks like it's just like... Uh, a, it looks like that he, golem he, in a cartoony form. Yeah. You know what the game it lo- reminds me of actually is uh, th- it got discontinued that Disney Infinite or whatever it was where you bought the oh the little the things. little action figures mm-hmm. and then they would download like stuff character stuff into yeah. the game. I vaguely remember that. I think it was called Disney Infinite or something. Something like that. Yeah. Um, and like they'd have like they had Marvel things, they had Star Wars things, yeah. and other they had all these franchises that you could buy right. expansions for. It reminded me of that kind of art style of that game. Right. Well, um, I'm still interested in, to see where it goes, but I little I worry a little bit based on the screenshots that I saw and the stealth adventure description that it's going to be like. Um, 
obligate stealth <laughs> where you have to be stealth or you're not going to be able to survive very well probably is but i would imagine it's not as demanding as that one game yeah that's what sticks i'm worried about my like my experience with sticks i haven't gone back to that game even though i really liked the, the well, death the, screens based on it got a cartoony look makes me think that they're aiming for a, a younger audience possible yeah. which then makes me think they're not going to make it a difficult it should be game. easier it should yeah. be an easier game yeah. Yeah, I don't like only stealth games. I've got to have the option for both. Because I'm not good at anything. So being able yeah. to defend myself if I'm discovered is important to me. Gotcha. <laughs> so. Uh, all right. That's all we've got for gaming news. And Can you be quick with this? Yeah. Okay. And uh, I just played. Uh, I actually went through my list of things that you challenged me to play. And then I decided not to play any of them. But I played something new too. So you lost. No, yeah, I did lose. But I, it technically counts because uh, it's a Game Pass game and it's new to Game Pass. I thought this would be more, more relevant for me to talk about um, Red Dead Redemption 2. Just came to oh, Game Pass. Yeah, that's true. It has yeah. a horse. Of course you'd want to play of it. Of course I would, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I played, I don't know, maybe the first couple of two, three missions. And then I jumped into online briefly to see if I could get through the tutorial part of that, just, mm -hmm. just so that I was ready after, yeah. whenever you guys eventually get on to play it, you're going to be like, well, you're still creating your character, so I wanted to get that over with. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> Honestly, I don't know if I'm going to want to get to that point, but I'm sure I'll have I'm to. I'm not sure if I if we're actually going to do it, because after my experience, I'm like, I don't know if this is going to work out for you guys. Yeah. It um, the Graphics were great. The story is, seems cool so far. Mm -hmm. um, and... The, the mechanics are relatively easy, but it's very realistic. And I know people already know this about the game, but I'm just going to reiterate. It is very, very realistic. Like, you have to eat. You have to feed your horse. You have to not ride your horse into battle because the horse will get yeah. shot. And so it's like a lot of chores and responsibility. Yes. Yeah. And then there's like, you, you can go do like little side mission things to get money because you have to make money to buy things. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the money system, from my understanding, is like what it would have been in the yeah, 1800s. Yeah, so it's like ridiculously low. It's what you very get. low. Um, <laughs> and you can get money, but you can also get gold bars. And so you'll find gold bars by like attacking people and raiding bandit camps and whatever else. And you can do these little side missions. Mm -hmm. So you go to the side mission, which is something like, oh, uh, take this parcel of mail and deliver it and then uh, in the time limit. So I'm like, okay, cool. So then I go and I'm like riding my horse. Like, this should be fucking easy. So I'm like riding, riding, riding. And <laughs> I then I, I, get, I get fucking attacked yep. <laughs> on the way. And I'm like, who the fuck's attack? Who's going to attack a mail carrier? What a dick move. Like yeah. it wasn't even like a big package. It was just a satchel, you yeah. know? So then I get attacked by not only a person, but a mountain lion. At the same time. Yeah, they tag-teamed you? Apparently. And they I was like, is this guy working with the mountain lion? But then the mountain yeah, lion goes to attack kinda, the other guy, too. They so some kind of deal. So I ended up getting killed. Maybe he, like, crossed him, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I was just like, what the fuck just happened? Because they both just, like, tag-teamed me, and I died, like, very quickly. Um, so then I came back to life and whatever. And what? It's fine. But it's... Moral of the story is, it's extremely realistic, so if you're into that and you want to, like, really put a lot of effort into, like, what supplies do I have, what things can I upgrade to make myself, mm -hmm. you know, you, you've got to be very um, high, what's it, very involved in the development of your character skills and, yeah. so and like, inventory. if you leave your horse somewhere and mm -hmm. you, like, go far away, uh -huh. will you have to go all the way back to your horse to get them, or... 
Will you be able to just like? Okay, so that's call the mechanic to get your horse back. <laughs> you can't call the mechanic to get your horse back, um, but you can. As so, the one thing that's kind of a fun little feature is yes, you can be running around and just steal any random horse and ride it away. Mm-hmm. However, your horse that you own, you have a bond level with, mm. and so the higher your bond level, the further away you can actually whistle and it'll come to you. Oh, so. Yeah. It- rewards you for for keeping the same the horse. horse and giving a shit about them exactly so it's kind of like you can upgrade the horse you can upgrade extent. the horse yeah you can go buy different saddles you can buy different saddle bags which is the, the fucking yeah yeah and then you can change the way their 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 mane and tail look and yeah. give them braids if you want there's little things that you yeah. can do you give them dreadlocks you can actually okay yeah well, fuck me <laughs> i'm so glad you asked i was shocked by that option but i was like okay sure um I'm sure the horse was dreading it. Yeah. Yeah, of course. But, you know? Yeah. You're going to have to saddle for your owner and yeah. what they do to your hair. Yeah. So, um, I, I was pleasantly surprised when I jumped into the online that I didn't just get killed by a bunch of random people immediately because that's what I was worried about. Okay. When I used to play GTA. Did it seem like there was a lot of people on it? I did see a couple random people fly by here and there, but they seem to be doing their own thing because it seems to be about resource gathering and... Okay. So if I had a bunch of stuff on me, like I clearly was wearing like the beginner outfit, so yeah. people could probably tell I didn't have so anything. So like green suit gangs aren't ambushing you out of as you walk out of buildings? No, not yet. <laughs> You've seen those, right, for GTA? Uh-uh. So there's like gangs of people now. It's uh-huh. like a popular thing now that oh. they wear like those green oh, suits. Oh, those. The body suits? Yeah. It's like in the game. Like Green you can Man have from one. Yeah, Always Green Sunny? Man. Exactly. Got it. Okay. So you could do that and like this like, I don't know if it's like a crew or whatever, mm-hmm. but basically they, there's a lot of videos on the internet oh, okay. of people who are, I'm sure it's just like a Ambushed. trend thing. So everyone's just wearing it now. Right. So it's not like the crew, but yeah. like there was an original crew who would just like gang up and ambush somebody and right. they're all wearing the green suit of course yeah it's very comedic yeah so far i've only seen realistic items in the in game no obviously. no i know i know, okay. I know. but i was thinking <laughs> that they would have other things in there but i i'm so far away from being able to afford to buy any custom clothing yeah. at this yeah, point you're only at like 50 cents you need like at least four dollars yeah um <laughs> So anyway, I, I think it's it has potential, and if people are patient and they want to do that whole like Western style, whatever, like it's yeah, it's probably fun. Like yeah, it does have auto aim, which I appreciated. I'm okay. assuming you can probably turn that off. I if wonder about some updated things. I feel like the game didn't have that in the beginning, from what I heard. Um, it felt very similar to the aiming features in GTA, where it would auto automatic. It didn't okay. automatically aim regardless of where you were but if you were anywhere near the person looking at them when you did left trigger it would go to that person gotcha so yeah i liked it i'll probably keep playing it here and there but um it's yeah quite a bit too realistic for most people i imagine i it, i kind of have the mindset of this as i have with uh death stranding i just i know it's not going to be for me mm-hmm. but like i will try it because yeah. i just want to experience what people are so into yeah that's why but I, I know to check I'm not going to want to enjoy it or I'm not going to want to play it after I try it. I'm right. Sure. But yeah. who knows? Maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. But I've never really been into cowboy stuff. Right. So. I, yeah. I'm not super into cowboy stuff, but I do like horses. Yeah. Honestly, my, my biggest gripe with it is the horse breeds don't make any sense. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so they weren't realistic enough, I guess. There's a couple. 
that were realistic, but there's a breed. They probably just wanted to have different variants of horses. I just, in the game. I just would like to have, I would like to have a short conversation with the person that shows their horse breeds and be like, "Why?" Do it. Go on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. Go on social media. I'll look into it. <laughs> Ask, find out. Go, go to their, go to Rocksteady or, or sorry, Rockstars. Twitter and yeah. just straight up ask them. Be like, hey, uh, just as a horse enthusiast, started playing Red Dead Redemption and I yeah. noticed this, whatever, inconsistency and yeah. like realism of what horses would be here. For being such a realistic game, I was surprised to find, for example, a Dutch Warmblood as an option. They're from the Netherlands. There wouldn't be any Dutch Warmbloods in the U.S. And if there were, they wouldn't be in the wild where you could catch them like a Mustang, for example, which is the general yeah. wild I mean, horse those are you would too find. Fast. They have all that horsepower. Yeah. And then there was like a Suffolk Punch, which is like not a common draft horse, but for some reason that's like one of the ones they chose. And I was like, what? It was weird. This is just some odd choices were made, I think. Yeah. They must have, I'm sure they have an international team. So some, they probably had like five people that were like, I like horses. This is my favorite breed. I don't know. That's my guess. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe there's a valid reason why they're in there. Maybe, Maybe there's some that you'll be schooled on you didn't know Maybe, about. yeah. Yeah. I'll look into you it. Know? Maybe you'll ask. They'll give you a legit answer. And then someone in there will be like, oh, shit. <laughs> Is it going to be you? <laughs> I mean, depends what happens. <laughs> You're going to be waiting in the comment section with popcorn just to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's my uh, quick impression of Red Dead Redemption 2. I'd say check it out, yeah. but um, don't expect it to be like a GTA, really. It's yeah. too realistic for that. One thing they did get right, though, about the horses yeah. is the way that they poop. True, yes. You can watch a horse poop you, in the game. You can absolutely. I saw that. And I noticed after that that they do it almost every time I stop. Okay. Is that what the horses usually do? It's not wrong, but it's not every time. But it, it does make sense if you're, if you're after a long ride, that's when they would yeah. poop because the they're holding it in. Yeah. I'm interested to see if they make them pee. Sure that's a, they, I'm sure they do. Because it's a different process. They have to like park I mean, their legs they, out behind them and if stuff. If they let you look at their balls shrink and expand, I'm sure they make them pee. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Especially well, if they make them shit. Yeah, I'll have to let you know. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Keep me posted. That's it for me. Well, I'm not really into, like I said, the western cowboy tone right. of... Stuff. Stuff in general. <laughs> uh, but there is one that has my interest. Yeah? Boba Fett. Is he a cowboy? He was like a cowboy of Star Wars. He had like a... A space cowboy? He, yeah, I guess you could call him a space cowboy. <laughs> Everyone calls him the space cowboy! <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> He's got those, what are those called? The, the shingles? No. That's that's the thing that shingles you don't want. don't want those. So like when you walk, the... Spurs. Spurs. Whatever. Shingles. Spurs. <laughs> it sounds like the noise it would make. Okay. Shingle. 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 I guess that's true. <laughs> anyway. Let's yeah talk more about him. Okay. So... Turns out he's gonna be showing up in Mandalorian season two. Okay. So this was like big news on the yeah. aspect of whether he was alive or dead. Right. There were novels that depicted him as surviving mm-hmm. the you know pit in 
the original Star Wars trilogy. Mm-hmm. But those are no longer canon okay. based off what, you know, Disney's purchase of Star Wars and all that. Yeah. So this is considered big news because it confirms that he is alive at least at some point, even if it's like flashbacks of some form. But further evidence that he is alive is there is a teaser or Easter egg, I guess you would call it. In season one, if you remember episode five, the assassin Fennec Shand, which was played by Ming-Na Wen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember her? She's the one from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yes. So that episode at the end, if you remember, somebody shows up Mm -hmm. when she's like sitting there bleeding out or whatever. Yeah. And she's shocked by who it is. Yeah. And based off the sounds and all that stuff, this was like something that we talked about, I think, previously. It was like hinted that it would be Boba Fett. Right. Uh, So this is further evidence that it could be him. Right. Definitely. Who, who showed up in that mystery role. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the actor who played Jenga Fett in the original uh, prequel trilogy, mm-hmm. Tamura Morrison. Okay? Okay. He's going to be playing the role of Boba Fett. Okay. Which makes sense because Jenga Fett was Boba Fett's father, but Boba Fett was a clone of Jenga Fett. Because he's the guy... That the clone troopers were based on. Oh, uh, okay. So every clone trooper under that helmet yeah. looks like him. That's crazy. <laughs> what you see in like the Rebels and the yeah. Clone Wars show and stuff that we'll talk about later. But um, yeah, so he's coming back to replay the role of basically, he's a different character, but he's mm-hmm. technically the, like, he's yeah. basically the same character. Yes, yeah. Different version, but same. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so it's really cool. And like last we saw him was what, Aquaman? He played the father. Oh. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so I that's thought how. he looked familiar, but yeah. I couldn't figure out why. <laughs> yeah, so it's exciting news for yeah. Star Wars for The Mandalorian Season 2. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, and then further news within the Season 2, uh, some directors have made it, they've confirmed that they're going to be directing some episodes. Okay. Uh, Robert Rodriguez is directing... Uh, and he's known for movies like Desperado, mm-hmm. uh, From Dust Till Dawn, which oh. I did not realize. I always assumed that was a Quentin Tarantino film. Oh, okay. He's just in it and helped write it, I guess. Right, okay. Uh, and then also Machete, which is like a more recent film, Machete. My bad. <laughs> uh, and then also... You'll recognize this name, Peyton Reed. Yes. Who did the Ant-Man movies. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Definitely. So he's uh, going to be directing an episode of Star Wars, which apparently he's a big fan, so. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> I keep thinking I'd like to go back to the days where all we could talk about was Tiger King, because society is on fire these days. <laughs> And uh, it looks like Hollywood's really trying to make that happen. We have information that says Nicolas Cage, of all people, is going to be playing Joe Exotic in a scripted TV series. Yeah, right? (laughs) So there's always actors who are like, I would play Joe Exotic Uh if they made a show or a movie. None of them were Nicolas Cage. None of them. And I never And all of a sudden, Nicolas Cage is the one picked. And I was like, really? That's an interesting choice. I mean, he's such a 
fun actor and he's yeah. got so crazy of roles lately. Yeah. I could see him doing it. It's just he but has it just he's got such a Nicolas Cage face. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like it's gonna be hard to see past Nicholas Nicholas Caged. Yeah. It's gonna be so hard to see past his his face <laughs> to see another character yeah, besides he's him. That, he's gonna have that long mustache or yeah. goatee, whatever it yeah. was. And the mullet. But he's still have the same eyes. He's gonna have the mullet. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this would be his first role on TV if it if it does actually end up happening, I guess. And uh, it's supposed to be an eight episode series scripted by Dan Lagana from Television Studios and CBS Television Studios. Yeah, They're two different companies okay. that are okay. A part of um, this, somehow. and this does not appear to be the same show as Kate McKinnon. Yeah, how many shows are there? I've going to heard be? reports that it was, but then I was reading it, I was like, it doesn't sound like it is because it's not the same people working on it, right? I'm kind of wondering if that Kate McKinnon one is going to be like a Carol Baskin related show. Well, it is. She playing, she's, she's playing, playing her, her, and I, I think it's focused on it's her, it's focused on her, yeah. Whereas okay. this one's focused on Joe Exotic himself, yeah, and then there's also the third one. That's yes. supposedly in the works from, uh, not Jeff Lowe, he's the one from... Yeah, Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe, yes. <laughs> um, speaking of Jeff Lowe, though, have you seen the pictures where somebody put them side by side, um, Carol Baskin's first husband and Jeff Lowe? Uh, I've heard the the rumor of that thing. Okay, I'll have to show you later. So, what, do you think it's conspiracy that he yeah, was like... That he is not dead, obviously, but they're both... Like so, he working got in. Together? They're working together because now he owns the fucking tiger place that she was trying to shut down for many years, and now mm. she's not trying to shut it down anymore. So the rumors are he's the husband that was supposedly, supposedly murdered. Supposedly murdered, yeah. Okay, I mean, I I don't think it's true, but I did look at the pictures and I was like, well, that's fairly compelling. But isn't he the son of some famous person in the documentary? Didn't they say he was? Did they? The son of somebody who invented something or owned some company that was like big oh i don't know i don't remember what it was but i thought it was like he was known his dad was known for for something in society oh i don't know i missed that part because i thought he sucked (laughs) which tells me if that's the case then he wouldn't have had a name change because that's his name right true so it couldn't be the guy yeah no that's fine i'm not necessarily saying that it's a true thing but i Plus, thought it was the family know if they saw i'm Jeff not Lowe. trying to prove that it happened i'm okay. just saying i thought it was really funny to see gotcha. the pictures because it does look kind of similar and another thing jesus <laughs> he looked old before he was supposedly dead uh-huh yeah. so this guy okay. jeff Lowe. Would look way older. Okay, you don't need to try to disprove it because it's not a theory I was trying to prove. Well, you brought it up. I just thought it was funny, and I wanted I wanted to see if you had seen the pictures. I've heard of it. Whatever. But it just it falls apart very quickly. Yeah. Sorry, sorry to ruin that for you. It's fine. Doesn't seem like it's fine. Well, that's all the information I had on that. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, Nicolas Cage is definitely a national treasure. Oh yeah. Not just because he was in a movie called National Treasure. <laughs> That's not the but, only reason. But speaking of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> there's apparently going to be a National Treasure 3 and a TV series of the same franchise. What? Yeah. So it's okay. not. Uh, initially I heard it was a movie and I was like, and then I saw later there's a TV series. Like, oh, 
it must have just been a, a TV series. They thought it was a movie. Mm-hmm. No, there's both. Okay. So both have been announced. Uh, as far as the series, it's going to be on Disney+. Plus. It's going to have a younger cast, uh, but have the same concept of the movies. So uh, basically a reboot, I yeah, guess you would call it. Yeah, that's what it sounds like, yeah. Uh, and then as far as the, the movie, it's going to return to the original cast, uh, and that was confirmed by an interview with Collider. And the uh, producer, executive producer. Okay. So, I mean, I mean, here's the thing. This had me thinking. National Treasure was recently put on Disney Plus. I think it was like beginning of this month or last month. Yeah. So that tells me. Should we expect when we see stuff add and leave, or I guess just really just added to Disney Plus? Does mm-hmm. that does that maybe hint that they have some form of a new project in those franchises? Should we expect that then? Because it seems a little convenient that that shows up and now we get these reveals within the same month. Yeah. So either they had plans for this, wanted to see how popular it would be putting it on Disney+, and then that got them their answer whether they should go forward with it. Right. That's what I'm getting out of this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I think you're on the right track there. Um, you know. Did, did you ever see those movies? Do you care about them? Uh, I have never seen them. Okay. I've seen the first one. I don't think I've seen the second one. I don't one. think I have. It was fine. It felt like a modern day Indiana Jones kind of. Yeah. But not as chaotic. I don't think I have anything against them. I just don't think I've ever seen them. But you know what I have seen? What have you seen? The Office. Like a lot of it. Okay. <laughs> I know you watched that show too, right? Yeah, I watched yeah. the whole show. Yeah. Even when it got to its really Weirdest bad seasons yeah. at the end there. Yeah. So, um, John Krasinski has been doing that. We talked about it, I think. He's been doing some good news. Yeah, he created that YouTube channel yeah. for yeah. positive news during the quarantine. Yes, yes. It's a fun little thing. It's like 10, 15 minute episodes. Yeah. So, I guess a couple submitted a reenactment. Uh, their proposal, which was a reenactment of the proposal of Jim and Pam, mm-hmm. or Jim to Pam. Yeah. And as a reaction to that, he reunited the entire, well, most of the office cast for their wedding and, like, married them on the show, right? He was, like, yeah, there. Yeah, so he did, like, a yeah. Zoom interview with them. Yeah. Then he apparently got, uh, what do they call that? ordained yeah he got ordained by maryland or something yeah and then he married them and then he married them on there he had like his he had all he had their parents pop in yeah he had like some of their friends yeah uh then he had basically an entire cast of the office pop in at the very end after they were officially married yeah and they played the song that they played during the forever yes the show and then they all did their uh signature dance that they yes. did on the show yes all popping in and out on yeah. the webcam of who yeah. was on screen yeah which is really cool it was fun it was yeah. cool definitely it was like a little taste of like if they ever did like a reunion yes. episode like they did with parks and rec yeah so um one thing though is like the fact that the way it was formatted it makes me feel like it was staged to an extent like they knew they were going to be doing he was going to do that mm-hmm. not so much like they were candid like Getting married all out of the blue, you know? Oh, okay. 
But it's fine. It's whatever. Yeah. It's not an issue. It was a, again, it was about being positive and having yeah. a fun experience. Yeah, if that's the kind of shit you have to stage to get away from the cr- trash news we have these days, fucking go for it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's uh, all we've got for TV news this week. Yeah. Uh, I watched, actually, I was just going to check out this show called Upload. Mm-hmm. Ended up binging like the whole thing in two days. Yeah. It's an Amazon Prime show. It's, it was about ten episodes. Yeah, I was interested in checking this out, so I'll have to watch it without you since you already beat me I didn't it. realize it was a thing that you knew about. Oh, yeah. I just randomly saw it. I was like, oh, what's this? Checked okay. it out before I was going to go to bed, and then I just ended up watching like half the season, and yeah. then watched the second half the next day. Okay. Well, tell me about it. So, uh, But don't spoil it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so uh, the show Upload is about downloading. Oh, yeah? I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, basically, the the tone I got was this is a show that's Black Mirror mixed with The Good Place. Okay. Which sounds really fucking confusing. It does, yeah. But it's like, it has this technology futuristic feel of Black Mirror. Right. In the society. But it's also in this world that felt like the good place where they're, you know, that was like what, like heaven or hell or whatever the fuck it was supposed to be. Yeah. This was like essentially a digital heaven. Okay. For people who die. Okay. They upload their brains uh-huh. to this, essentially a server. Uh-huh. And then they live in there. Okay. So they're immortal, but digitally. Right. Okay. So... It kind of felt like a happier tone of Altered Carbon. Yeah. Like not a dark, I was thinking about. bleak world. It's like yeah. society's thriving and it's doing yeah. well. And this is like, oh, we retire from life and we can yeah. still live and have everything we want. And right. So uh, it was really interesting. It ended up being like a romantic comedy mm-hmm. uh, based off the first episode. Okay. It, it, like. Well, that's not what I thought it was going to be. Very clearly a romantic comedy as a show. Uh, And it's just kind of got the skin of a sci-fi show. Okay. Obviously, because it's it's crazy features of tech that we don't have now. Yeah. Uh, But, so it stars Robbie Amell, which we just saw in that Code 8. Yes. Uh, He plays the main character, Nathan Brown. Uh, There's another character... Who is basically the co-lead, I would say, uh, played by Andy Allo, and plays the character Nora and Anthony. Okay. And she's pretty much his like, they call her an angel. Mm-hmm. She's like his guide to navigate this new world that he's in after okay. he dies. Gotcha. Spoilers trailer. Yeah, it's. In the trailer, he dies. That's the whole premise. He's dead. Now he's in this world that he doesn't know. Yeah. And it's basically about him learning about this world. Yeah. Inside this server heaven. Yeah. So her and him are like the main characters that just kind of build this relationship. She's helping him guide guide him through this new world he's in. Yeah. Um, and they become friends. And uh, he has a girlfriend that is a part of the show. 
she kind of pops in and out and stuff because they actually have the ability to interact with people who are really alive still. Oh, okay. That's they like, interesting. They have like these body suits that like let them have sex with them. What? There's like these suits that have all these like weird silicone finger thingies <laughs> that like surround their body and then they get like they link up with like the internet and then they can like physically interact wow, with that's a whole new level of weird okay yeah, good yeah. to know they, it's marketed in the game or in the show that there's a funny line where it's marketed as be able to hug your loved ones but like it's just meant for fucking yeah <laughs> <laughs> but they don't market it like that yeah <laughs> so uh yeah so the girlfriend's played by allegra edwards okay and she plays ingrid Kannerman, and she's just basically like this ditz girlfriend who is trying to do a long relation long distance relationship with her now dead boyfriend yeah and like so it just kind of shows their relationship and where that goes and stuff and uh it's really interesting they have a couple other characters there's an ai character who uh has a lot of funny little clever things that you like will notice if you are into the tech side if you're Mm -hmm. into computers and stuff you like understand little things like there was a joke where this ai is trying to get into a room Mm -hmm. and it's asking him to like press the button of like i think it was like a cat like yeah where's the cat and like they have all these other pictures and he's like pressing other things Uh he can't get in the room because he keeps missing the picture he has to click (laughs) it's kind of like that prove you're not a robot the recapture thing yeah yeah and yeah. it's like click all the uh stop signs yeah yeah <laughs> yeah click on all the stop signs and shit and uh, you're always like debating like, is this shit. one or not i yeah. don't know does this count there's a corner of one yeah it's like this is the pull but it's not technically the stop sign does yeah. that count yeah so they have like jokes like that in there that were pretty clever okay. um there's other stuff like uh they have smart devices that change the season outside so they okay. can be, oh i want it to be winter they just crank this thing and it's like you know like you would do you change the temperature in your house yeah. but it's like outside and stuff they have all these like jokes on microtransactions where they could just basically buy you a new outfit and yeah um they get into like some pretty clever things like where society is with like data plans and stuff yeah. where you know people who are less fortunate have to do these data plans where they get very little data Mm-hmm. per month because they can't afford unlimited yeah and so like they just get shut off after what? they lose their data <laughs> what for that month so they just don't exist until the next month starts up ew yeah and like okay. so it gets like a little dark in some areas yeah and actually there's even like a section where there's like a a dark web that they uh visit oh my god and it's like it's kind of like seen as like this underground uh like black market kind mm-hmm. of place it's really fun and entertaining how they do it okay um, to check that it's, a, it's a very fun and i don't know it just it's a charming show yeah it takes like something like death and it, it kind of makes it an interesting take on it right um and they kind of do this with the one thing i didn't like was like they kind of tie in the movie 50 first dates into it in the beginning and oh, i feel yeah. like it kind of like it doesn't make sense. Like it just doesn't work with the show. Mm-hmm. It just feels out of place, especially so early on. Okay. So that's the one thing I thought was like they could have done without that. 
but overall, like, it's a really fun show. I enjoyed it. I laughed a lot. I think people should try it out okay. if uh, they were looking for something new to watch. It's on Amazon Prime. Okay. Um, I never really recognized this guy from anything until we saw Code 8. That's the first thing I think I even knew him from. And then Flash. Well, he was in Flash, but, like, yeah. I didn't even... I didn't know that was him. Yeah. <laughs> Until we talked about that. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I guess I knew him from Flash, but, mm-hmm. like, Code 8 was, like, the first thing. I was like, oh, this guy's a thing. Yeah. And now he's in this, and, like, he's mm-hmm. a really good actor. I, I'm, yeah. I really liked his character, and, and, like, he has a lot of character development and stuff that I thought was, was really well done. Okay. Um, and there's a lot of, like, twists in the show where they, like, make you think you're go- it's going somewhere, and then it goes a completely different route, or... Yeah. It's, it's really fun. Okay. Cool. Yeah. People will like it. Okay. Well, I'll be checking it out. I'm going to give it a five, by the way. Okay. Five uploads. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> five loads. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give it five loads that happen to be going up. <laughs> okay. Wow. That's a pretty impressive fucking... I got I to watch that. You give it a five? Yeah, I really like okay. it. Okay. All right. All right. Did you ever watch The Good Place? No. Okay. But I knew the premise that no, it was no, like, I know. supposed just, to be like heaven or like, some Like I shit. give that shit a five. So okay. I'm just funny. If you liked this, I think you. I don't know if the comedy is the same. I don't okay. know if the, the, the humor is the same as that show. But uh, like. Probably not. It's. But... This was a very clever show. Like they, they did some things that I really was like, oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you should definitely watch The Good Place. I think you would like it. Okay. Okay. What else did you watch this week? Uh, I finished Star Wars: The Clone Wars on Disney Plus. Nice. Finally. Okay. How uh, do we feel about you know, it? Society turned everything into binge watching, and then Disney was like, "Nah, <laughs> fuck you. You gotta wait. You could wait twelve weeks." <laughs> so I finally finished season seven, which I guess is the second final season. <laughs> okay. Because season six was the final one at the time, and now right. they made another final season. Right. Okay. Um, it's basically separated into three sub-story plots. Mm-hmm. The first four episodes are based on the clone troopers and a little story with them. It's called the Bad Batch, and mm-hmm. they go on this mission where they have Anakin, and they go and they do this secret mission that's, you know, it was fun. It showed action, showed some new creatures and stuff, right. and tied in a little bit to the Clone Wars uh prequel movies mm-hmm. um second half was like probably the weakest of the the three it was basically uh asuka after she leaves the jedi order in the original whatever seasons yeah i think she would have been gone for multiple seasons before the show ended but so it's like at that point and then it's like she just meets these two mechanic sisters and they like get involved with this drug cartel issue i think it was the pike we were the yeah uh, i think i watched one or two episodes about that yeah episode. so yeah. the show really ties into like rebels and the earlier clone wars obviously mm-hmm. so like they have some some tie-ins to like story plots and stuff with those shows um this was the weakest one of them i just felt like it didn't need to exist yeah like where she was in the beginning of that arc and then at the end of that arc, it like it made no impact on the story. It mm-hmm. was just there. Okay. It just felt like it was useless. Gotcha. But then the third one, 
it's also about her and it kind of ties in the first one with the last and so it got really good it it, it just it went where I wanted it to go to begin with okay. and I kind of wish they just had just the third section for 12 episodes yeah. because it, I really enjoyed what they did okay. and they brought up a lot of questions and stuff of uh, things that really they haven't really tackled I'd say as far as you know moral dilemmas and stuff and where like what what power people should have and, and stuff like that and and so it was really interesting there's a there's a character I, I want to say but I don't know if it's something I shouldn't say I feel like the character's in marketing but I just don't know mm-hmm. so I'll leave it a mystery but okay. uh you'll know who the character is when you watch it and like it's really interesting what they do with that okay so um it kind of ties into the movies and stuff really yeah. well with with that stuff okay um i i really enjoyed it what are you gonna write? uh because of the middle section not being that great i'm gonna have to say it's a four for what uh four clones okay makes sense so uh i really enjoyed it i think if you're a fan of Star Wars or just the Clone Wars in general, mm-hmm. that series, you'll obviously enjoy it. Right. Uh, it's got a lot of tie-ins to other Star Wars stuff. I don't think you had to have watched Clone Wars in order to enjoy it. Yeah. I think you could just jump into it. They kind of catch you up with the in the arcs that the information that matters, they'll catch you up with it. Yeah, okay. Good to know. And they, they kind of tie into like, Mandalore. The world? Or the, yeah. Yeah, Mandalore. Yeah, so they tie in the characters and stuff that are throughout the show that you might have forgotten about characters that come back and tie into the oh, okay. the current dilemma. So it's gotcha. very interesting. Good to know. Um, so I wouldn't be shocked if it tied into the Mandalorian at some point. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it seems like an interesting... I might... Maybe one day if you ever decide you want to rewatch that stuff, I'll watch it with you. Really? Yeah. Even though it's a animated show? Yeah, but the animation style doesn't piss me off. Okay. Yeah. I've become It's a little cartoony, but okay. But it's not um I actually I, I don't know where you got this idea that I don't like animated things. I don't like anime, but animated things are okay. <laughs> um you also have made it very clear you hate Lego video games because they're Nope. That that that, that. I don't hate Lego video games. I think it's a waste of graphics. So there's a difference. I think that they have the potential of the story and all that shit to be cool. And that that's why it pisses me off. Because they always make really cool storylines and subject matter that I like. But the graphics are trash because they're fucking Legos instead of real graphics on the Lord of the Rings and Batman okay. and cool shit and Harry Potter. Okay. That's what pisses me off about it. It's a huge waste of fucking graphics, in okay. my opinion. Not because I hate the games, but I hate that they're okay. not cooler looking. Well, I translated your dislike for it to it's too cartoony and kiddish and not like adult realistic for a game. Okay, that's true, but only because I'm mad and bitter that I don't have the cool adult graphics game because they don't make cool adult graphics games of those subjects. Shadow of Mordor. Eh, but that's not the same kind of game. Those, the Lego games are usually like adventure. You can play with a friend. You know how we used to play Lord of the Rings War in the North? Yeah. You could play with 
a friend. I can't so do want, that. So you want a co-op Lord of the Rings game yes, on modern consoles? Of course I saying. do. I want Lord of the Rings: War in the North on a modern console. So if they were exactly to, that game, I don't even so care if, if it's they important. put in a co-op of the Mordor uh, franchise. Would you? Would that be enough for you? Mm, almost. It's not almost. the same kind of game. Oh, if okay, if I could be a female, yes. Well, I mean, they introduced that character. Because if there are two different characters and you could actually be two different characters doing the same missions together, then yes. I think that would fill the... You do play as a female in some of the games. Yeah, but all the cutscenes, they're still the guy. Are they? Yes. What about the DLC? There's a DLC that's focused on her. Okay, I don't know then. Okay. Which I don't look. I haven't gone back to all that stuff. I mean, no. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I played as her as soon as I opened up her skin or whatever. And then every time there's a cutscene or a loading screen, it's the guy again. Mm. Um, It doesn't matter. Anyway. Uh... That so yeah, I just wanted to clarify. I don't hate those games because of the graphics. I hate them because they are a, a, a constant reminder of what I can't have because gotcha. they dedicated them to kid graphics. Gotcha. Instead of real I just graphics. assumed you stepped on a Lego at one point in your life and it just. <laughs> no, I actually like Legos as a toy. I don't have a problem with them, but I get really bitter because all of my favorite things are made into Lego games and not real games. Okay. But you had to you have to admit that Star Wars Lego game that we saw, based off the newer yeah game yeah or sorry the newer movie yeah at E three was it yeah last E three we saw that game I think so that looked really fucking good it did like they shifted from everything looking like Lego blocks yeah. to being a legit world with yeah. Lego characters yes. in it yes yeah. Like, the graphics of the world were yes, really detailed. Th- that Yeah, again. So they look really good for what they are, but there's it's still Minecraft. You know what I mean? Like, Minecraft can look really good, but it's still Minecraft. There's still So we pixels. know what you think of Minecraft now. Eh, whatever. <laughs> you get my point. Yeah. It's not so much that I hate it, So did period. you have, like, a real hatred when they announced the 4K uh, upgrade for Minecraft? It seems highly unnecessary, yes. <laughs> It's well, lucky a for you, pixelated game by definition. Lucky for you, they may have canceled or at the very least uh, delayed that mm. indefinitely. Okay. I don't know why. Probably because they figured that people like you hate it. No, I don't hate it. I think it's a waste of resources. There could be otherwise... It seemed like it would be a very quick thing to put out. Uh, fair. Yeah. They're just It's basically like when you put gluten-free on carrots. There was never any gluten in them. It's not a new thing. You're just now adding, need to know. You're adding a new advertising point that what? somebody's going to buy it now. What if people... That's the same shit. Oh, it's a 4K upgrade for Minecraft. It's a 4K pixelated game? Really? What if people were not buying carrots because they assumed they were full of gluten? And they're like, I can't have this. Well, then they're the problem. <laughs> Do your research. <laughs> just saying. Um, no. Whatever. It's the fine. carrot market. They're it's... trying to do God's work, and you're over here hating them for it. I'm just saying, it's, again, it seems unnecessary. I don't like unnecessary things. <sighs> sorry. That's okay. You really got on a rant there. I did. I'm sorry. I just felt the need to clarify, because you've, you've like, painted me in this picture of somebody oh, yeah? who hates cartoony things i like cartoons i like bob's burgers i like bojack horseman i like spongebob squarepants i like invader zim i like all kinds of fucking cartoons the i just don't like anime thing out of that list i've ever seen you watch is uh bob's burgers bojack horseman i watched okay you saw me watching it 
Because you're like, oh yeah, this show. <laughs> Did I say it? Hell, smug like that? Yeah. Was I holding a coffee mug and just waving around like I'm too good for this Spilling show? Spilling coffee everywhere. <laughs> like you're gonna have to come in on a Saturday. Oh yeah, this show. Um. Yeah. No, I don't have a problem with cartoons. It's just whenever Legos are the theme for the graphics of the video game that I can't have a real graphic version of. They get that's where I get riled up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. So, uh, I watched show. I watched a show. I watched show. I, <laughs> I did that. <laughs> um, I watched a show that we we started together, and then you decided you had prior engagements. Uh, so I. Yeah. I did have prior engagements. <laughs> yeah. At a later date. Yeah. So I, but I was like already involved in the story. It was only the first episode, but I was like, I have to finish the episode. And then I got like addicted to the show. So. Yeah. So I guess we're even for upload. Yeah. Except, no, except we started this together and you were like, yeah, it's fine. You can watch it. You didn't even say shit about upload. Anyway, <laughs> it doesn't matter. You I don't care. You were asleep when I found out yeah. it was a thing. We, I'm not actually concerned about it. <laughs> Like okay. Anyway, um, good thing I didn't watch so, it as an a Lego character. Okay, so we started this show because we had like a seven day Apple TV trial, which we then renewed, obviously, because we ended up because we forgot. We forgot, and we're like, okay, we gotta watch more <laughs> stuff now, and then we'll cancel after that. Not much. that we forgot, we just Don't, didn't remember how we didn't know many math. days <laughs> go by for seven days. It's hard to count days <laughs> right now. Um, we go, okay. yeah, we need to cancel our thing. Yeah yesterday yeah <laughs> damn it um okay so the morning show um honestly i was like i don't know what this is but steve carell and jennifer aniston yes i will watch it um so i <laughs> was like let's check it out and it's about uh, a very interesting and upsetting situation steve carell plays mitch kessler who is one of the hosts of this thing called the morning What's show his name? mitch kessler Kessler. Kessler. I barely knew her. Okay. You're the worst. Hey, it kind of ties into what he... Okay. Um, and Jennifer Aniston plays <laughs> Alex Levy, who is, is his co-host, and they've been on the morning show together for many years. Um, and I kind of got like... I don't even know what the show is called because I didn't really follow it, but uh, I got... Matt Lauer vibes. No, there was an. Was situ- that like Good Morning America? Ah, uh, yeah, I think it was. Um, and there was like Katie Couric, right? Was his person? I don't know. Anyway, they were famous, it. and they were always they were co-hosts for quite some time together, and whatever. Um, Dave Carell's character is accused of sexual misconduct, which happens in the first episode, so I'm not counting this as a spoiler. Um, and gets fired. So the show is about the way everyone else in the story reacts and handles the situation. And as well as him. He's still in the show. Okay. So it's kind of develops how everybody involved it's, copes. It's and the fallout moves afterwards. Past it. Yes, exactly. So Okay, so it's a more serious show then. Uh, it's yeah. not really a yeah, no, it's definitely a drama. Okay, I thought it was a comedy. I thought so too. I thought and it was supposed to be like a satire realized... on the like morning show formula. I also thought that. Um, so yeah, it's definitely a drama. I also 100% thought it was going to be at least a dark comedy. Not at all. Um, 
are, are they categorizing it as a dark comedy though? No, I just based on the cast, I made a wild uh, accu- assumption. I don't know. I okay. just I just assumed. Well, no, I mean I, I would have assumed that's what they would have categorized yeah. it. Cause I, I honestly I got the feel of that from with a, I don't know. I guess I just assumed. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know actually what it's categorized as, but I would venture to guess it's definitely considered a drama based okay. on how it ensued. Okay. Um, and then I I kind of like what happened was we were watching it, you left, and then I was like, I'll just finish the episode. And then I kind of like really fell, I got really uh, into the character that Reese Witherspoon plays. She's this like hot headed, grounded. grounded yeah. yeah. She's she's a, a reporter for a conservative news station in the middle of nowhere. She seemed like somebody that you could relate to. I, I watched like what, yeah, yeah. 20 minutes of the first yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. What I got was she seemed like the relatable person mm-hmm. like she has flaws that yes. you could relate to yes she seemed like to... also intelligent and not trying to spout fake bullshit that like she just got really irritated with the standard things that the news network or whatever was what, trying to tell her to was do. a nice message of like where the news has it yes. feels like the news has gone to exactly this, what will get clicks not what is important to to like report on exactly um so i really I really felt a, I can, a connection with her character. So I was like, I want to see how this goes. And I kept watching. And uh, I think it got really it got really dark in some places. But I wanted to praise it for really going places that I didn't think that they would go. Um, it really showed almost every side. Or not side, but every kind of... A lot of different aspects of how the Me Too movement has affected the different people within the workplace, even people that aren't directly related to the situation. Um, There was one where there's a character that she's pissed off because she is like, oh, so because somebody can't, uh, doesn't know how to say no, now I lose all um, agency over my own body. Like, I can't make my own decisions, and so I don't know what I'm doing just because somebody else doesn't know how to say no. So she was, like, on the opposite side. Like, she was having... A relationship with someone that people were judging her for and she was like this is bullshit I should be able to date who I want just because I'm dating someone who you might think is in a position of power it doesn't mean that I'm not deciding that on my own oh okay so it's like the assumption that if you are with somebody who is higher up in the company that it's that it's coerced because in they some are way. forcing it on you or or you don't know any better you're not valuable or to you're, them you're just a piece you're of meat taking it taken advantage of yeah. or whatever and she gets really irritated and i was like well that's really nice to see that, that point good, of view as that well a good perspective of, of yeah scenarios because i have felt that i feel like i would have the same opinion if i was ever in a situation like that because yeah. i'm pretty outspoken and it's not an issue for me to say no to things um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I don't. Especially Lego games. I don't think I would ever have the opposite problem. Um, but they do show direct and indirect victims of the whole Me Too movement and how it affected the direct, the p- people who were victims and the person who's the accused. And there were other yeah. people that were accused. And the little I saw, I did like. I caught on that they had. Hopefully, they expand on it when I watch the rest. They did kind of go into a little bit of a territory of the character accused saying, hey, like, I just had an affair. Yeah. That's wrong. But all I did was have an affair. I didn't force it on anybody. 
Yeah. And so to be called a rapist is like not th- that's not a thing. I didn't rape anybody, and like I kind of was interested in where that direction was and perspective of the show. Yeah. Of like, you know, people lumping every scenario into yes. uh, it was forced on the person, right. whereas there are scenarios where it is mutual. But because it gets out during this movement, yes. maybe that reflects on it differently than it really, right? You know, played yeah. out. Yeah, it's uh, and it's also very eye opening to see multiple different people who were accused of things and how their perception of themselves changes over time when they realize some of the some some of the characters are given information that they're like, oh. Like, I didn't realize that or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, um, there's... Like they're, they're going off of the, the he, it's, he it's said, a, she it's said, about not, like, not the actual Yeah, facts. it's like how each person, they show how each person in an encounter separately feels about it. They show it from two different perspectives. Mm. And so that was really interesting. Um, okay. And it's not like a happy show per, per se, but there are some funny and upbeat, there are some funny things in it. Okay. Um, Would you say it's more depressing than the leftovers um or less i don't know because i i can't really say that because i didn't well watch you the walked show. away from the first season of that yeah so based off that no implication. i wouldn't i didn't walk away from this because i thought the message was important and at the end of it it's not like i said it's not a good ending per se but it's moving and it feels important okay so it's it's really good and the acting is really good. Um Okay. And I think it's a really interesting story regardless of whether it's like there's some guess, of, some I of guess, it is extremely sad, but it's not a constant depressing. Some of it is I guess just, what I'm trying to figure out is it is it heavy enough that you can't watch more than one episode at a time? Oh no, I binged it. Okay. So I watched it in what I think 3 nights worth and there's 10 episodes. Okay. So you can watch more than one episode, but the last the last night that I watched, I was like, I don't even know what I'm going to do. Like, the very last episode, that was the one that really hit me the hardest. And so at that point, I was like, I'm going to play a video game. And then I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, I just, it was too yeah. heavy. So I didn't know what to do afterwards. Yeah. So that part was hard. Felt like everything. I felt like an asshole for going to play video games after, you know? Gotcha. It was like, like... I, that, I feel emotionally affected by that. Mm-hmm. And it was important, such an important message and important, like, thought to get through your head that um, I didn't really know what to do with myself to, like, clear my head from it. Okay. But it, it I, I definitely still binged it. So I don't know what I would have done if there were more after, though. Do you think, I don't know if this is getting into territory I shouldn't talk about, but do you think, like, for men versus women watching this do you think it's going to impact one over the other or you think it's important for both to see it or do you think i think it's important for both to see it because like i said it shows from multiple different views of all it shows an outsider's perspective it shows each party it shows well it shows multiple outsiders and people who are technically outsiders but were tangentially involved Mm -hmm. it shows everybody's perspective of the whole situation and there's multiple situations um there's one main one that's the huge plot point but um it doesn't really get heavy until the very end it's kind of like oh this is an important issue and it's an entertaining show and they're good actors but it doesn't get heavy till like the second to last episode how would you compare it to that movie bombshell if even comparable 
um, way more personal. More personal than Bombshell? Yes. Okay. Because Bombshell was really good, but I didn't have like a personal connection with anyone in that. Like I didn't feel like... I don't know. I didn't get emotionally... There There was a... It was like, a nice period piece of that situation with uh, what Kelly... Megan Kelly. Megan Kelly. So, yeah. Megan Kelly. Yes. But you don't feel like you... I didn't feel like an emotional connection with any of the characters that were considered victims in that. Okay. I was like, that's really sad for you, yeah. but I, I didn't... I think the closest one was uh, Margot Robbie's character yes. in that movie. Yes. I did... I understand that one. Like, you're you feel for her in that but i feel like this one was closer mainly because i think they the kind pers- of developed the character they developed the them. character so well that the main one that i'm referring to here isn't who when you it's not who you would expect to be a victim of something like that okay so there's a twist sort of yeah okay it's definitely not i don't i don't know that it's really a twist it's just kind of like a oh you didn't think about it. I didn't think about that being an option. Okay, so it, it takes something that people look black and white and it kind of blends it to gray. Yeah. So there's more perspectives than you would There's a lot. You, naturally it's think nice of. because it teaches you all the different perspectives before at the end it's like, oh yeah, that's fucked up. Like, mm-hmm. there's no gray area at the very end, but throughout there is. Okay. I'm trying to be vague, so I don't want to... Yeah, no, sorry, I just... Um, So I'm happy to get real deep in it once you watch it, but I don't want to to ruin it for you. With consent, of course. With consent, of course. (laughs) Um, So I just wanted to shout out some of the other actors in this that did a really great job. This guy, I don't know what else he's in. His name's Billy Crudup, and he plays Corey Ellison, who's kind of like a new... Uh, he comes from the entertainment division, and he's a new executive for the network that's just newly running the news division. I said a lot, the word new a lot there. It was weird. But. Yeah. And then this one I think was really cool. Mark Duplass. Uh, he plays the executive producer of the show, and I only know him as Pete from The League. So it was really mm-hmm. cool and interesting to see him in such a dramatic role. I yeah. know he's been in other he, stuff. Yeah, uh, but... he, he has a, sh- a show on HBO. I can't remember the name of it. Um but it's like basically a very personal story about his family. Like, oh, uh, okay. it's like a, it's a very small story, okay. but like, it was like a one season, maybe two season show. It was really good, Yeah. but it, it kind of dives into his ability as an actor okay. outside of the league. Okay. And he's also a director and stuff. Yeah, no, I know. I learned that actually when I was looking up information for this because I was like, I literally had no idea. The only thing I knew him from was from the league, which I love him in, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I never really ex- yeah. pictured him as like a dramatic actor, yeah. and he did such a good job in this. He's actually married to uh, the actress from the league. I know who played Jenny. Yeah, I don't know her yeah. real name. I guess the last name would be Duplass. Duplass. She is married to the guy who was in Bruce Brothers, right? Yes. In the show, yes. yes so. So, but yes. Yeah. yeah, I knew that, I think. Um, okay. I knew that. Well, I I, I remember learning that when I was watching the league. It's is what a I definite maybe. Shut up. <laughs> okay. Uh, one more honorable mention here. Gugu Mbatha-Ra. I don't know if I'm saying that right, and I'm probably not. She plays Hannah Schoenfeld, who's the head talent booker, is a, one of the important characters in the story, and um, she did an incredible job with her character, and it makes me very excited to see 
because she, I mentioned her before in a previous episode, she's actually slated to be in the upcoming Loki show. Nobody knows what role yet, but she is on the list. So um, that's very exciting to see because I, you got to see a little bit of her acting chops here. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm excited to finish the show. Yeah, definitely let me know. I guess you got to start it. Yeah, let me know whenever <laughs> you get to the point where you want to discuss it. Um, okay. Because I'm sure you'll have a lot to say. And I would like to discuss it. Okay. There. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, but speaking of Steve Carell. Yes. Uh, I guess a little bit less of a drama show, but. Yeah. He is going to be on Space Force, which comes out on May 29th for Netflix. I am so excited. Which is a comedy. Yeah. Uh, by the producers of The Office, if I'm correct. I think that's correct. Uh, and he plays, it seems like he's playing a, a general yeah. in the military who is being given the role of putting together a space force. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cast on this show is insane. Intense. I did not realize how many people were in this. Yeah. Uh, so we have John Malkovich. It looks like he's playing some kind of a scientist, probably in the development side of the space exploration. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben Schwartz, who uh, we know from Parks and Rec. John Ralphio. He played the voice of Sonic in the recent movie. Yeah. Uh, don't know what his character is, but I'm glad to see him in there because yeah. he's a really funny guy. Yeah. Uh, a newer actress, as far as I'm aware, Diana Silvers. Uh, mm-hmm. She's from a movie called Booksmart, which was really praised uh, within the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like a coming of age story about a high school girl and her friend. Um, but it was apparently really funny. Um, yeah. And she did a great job from what I heard. Uh, but I don't really know her outside of that. Lisa Kudrow is coming back into I know. Television. I was shocked by that, actually. I know she's done a couple things on HBO, but they didn't really land. Uh, Jimmy O. Yang, who we know from Silicon as, Valley. That's Jin Yang. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's on the show. Looks like he's also some kind of a like scientist of some sort. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jane Lynch plays. Looks like another kind of general. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't know. She's probably not gonna be as big of a role because it seems like she's usually like a, more of a cameo kind of character yeah. these days. Yeah. Fred Willard was briefly in this trailer. He did not look good. His age is really showing. Unless that's all cosmetic for the character. I don't know. But he did not look good. Oh, he doesn't look great. I think he's just very old. Uh, and people know him. He's, he's in a lot of comedies. I, I don't... I did Was he in SNL and stuff at one point? He was on Anchorman as, like, the boss of the news station. Mm-hmm. Best in show. Really good. He was in that. I'm not familiar with that. It's, the, it's about dog show people. Okay. You haven't seen that? No. Oh my god, it's so good. Okay. We have to watch that now. I can't believe we've never seen it. It's okay. It's so good. And then I'm actually not quite familiar with the other two names. Noah Emmerich and Tawny Newsom. Okay. Um, so they have... I mean, this was just, I assume... The core cast because this is what they showed the credits of yeah for the trailer there's i'm sure there's more people that will be 
you know, on the show, other cameos or whatever. It looks good. It looks like it's going to be funny. I didn't get the office feel from it, though, which... I feel like it, we didn't get the office feel from it because it was too spread out. Like, there were too many different places it was happening in. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it has potential to do that because it looked like, to me, like um, Jane Lynch and that circle where the other generals were. I feel like they're going to be the, like, district manager or whatever, like, people. Okay. And they're just going to be, like, walking by and be like, well, you're sucking real bad or whatever, you know? I don't know. They're just... I feel gotcha. like I can see that happening. My big question is, is, is Steve Carell's character supposed to be an idiot or is he supposed to be really smart? I think he's supposed and to be And he's smart. just dealing with, like, something that he knows is, like, we're not near doing this at any point in life right now. Yeah, the feeling I got from it was, since he, like, bursts out laughing whenever they say something about space, how they're going to start a space force, and then he's like, and then he's going to run it. He's like, wait, what? Like, he thinks it's a ridiculous idea. yeah. yeah. I think he's probably supposed to be a smart person who uh, is finally getting his due general spot or whatever at this uh-huh. table thing. And then he is finds out that it's basically a joke because it's for this bullshit branch of the military that's never really going to be a thing. Gotcha. That's my thought on it. Okay. Yeah, it, it looked good. Uh, I'm excited for this show. Uh, the one thing, though, is I guess I had it in my head that this show was going to take place in space. <laughs> Yeah. I thought, it, I guess in my head, it was like a futuristic comedy about an actual space force. Yeah. But it seems like it's just takes place on Earth trying to build It one. seems like the making of space so force. So you're just on Earth yeah. with the military. Attempting to make a space background. force. Yeah, which I think is good because it's more relatable to current times yeah like trying I've, to figure out a way to actually make a space force and follow through with the bullshit that somebody decided to yeah. talk about yeah yeah it, <laughs> i don't know i just i guess that disappointed me a little bit but it doesn't mean i'm not interested in the show yeah so uh as far as rating this trailer i'm gonna have to say i'm giving this a uh I'll say treasure because I'm really excited about the cast. Mm-hmm. But I have reservations that it might not be as good as I want it to be. Based yeah. off the fact that it's not going to be in space as far as I can tell. Yeah. Unless they just do like a time jump. Maybe. Who or knows? Or if they're setting this up and then season two is going to be that way. Yeah. I you never know. know. I'm definitely. Assuming it goes there. I'm definitely giving it a treasure. And you know what? I'm pretty sure it's going to be really fucking good because John Malkovich is in it. Yeah. And I feel like he doesn't fuck around. Okay. Does he have kids? <laughs> I don't know. Because that would be a good indicator <laughs> good if he fucks around or not. Good test if he fucks around or not. I just feel like I can't think of anything that he's in off the top of my head that's bad. Most things are pretty good that he's in. Like Burn After Reading. I, I don't, I mean, I can't think of a bunch of things off the top of my head that he's been in that... I'm picturing his face and not thinking of all the movies, but Burn After Reading is the first thing that comes to my head, and then, like, being John Malkovich, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I don't understand how that movie ever came about. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> like, was it based on something? I, other than him? Other than him? I'm not sure. I don't know the origins of it. It's just such a random thing. Like, no, is. like, we're gonna make a movie about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
Okay. So what you giving a treasure? It sounds like yes, definitely okay. a treasure from me. Okay. Let's just hope that Steve Carell can keep his fucking pants on, huh? Yeah, hopefully. Just hope he's not forcing anything in space. Yeah. Well, you know, on the subject of forcing things to go into space. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> not at all intentional, actually. <laughs> um, Tom Cruise is apparently going to go to fucking space to film a movie, because why not? So this is going to take like <laughs> 10 years to film this then? <laughs> Yeah, who the fuck knows? Uh, NASA has confirmed that they're working with him, and they're excited to work with Tom Cruise on a film uh, aboard the space station. Uh, We need popular media to inspire a new generation of engineers and scientists to make NASA's ambitious plans a reality. (sighs) So this tells me that they are trying to reach a new generation of children to want to be a part of science. and. Space exploration. Yeah. Uh, I Yes, it does seem that way, but can anyone tell me why they chose Tom Cruise if they want to reach a new generation? Because he's willing to do it, and Fair. it's like, but like a sh- big-name actor that people know that is trying to go into space, so it only helps publicity for them. It just seems like if they're... Selling space, I guess. It just seems like if they're trying to inspire a new generation, they would choose somebody younger that younger people care about. Because I don't think younger people care about him. Well, he's in action movies, so they do. Hmm. I mean, when we were kids, we watched... 90s movies with action stars that were probably in their 40s, right? Yeah. True. I just... It just... He's just... Ugh. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I don't... How old was Arnold Schwarzenegger when we were... I have no idea. In the 90s, he had to have been, like, at least late 20s, right? It just... There's not a whole lot of longevity out of it. Because what is he? He's already in his 50s, right? So, like, how much longer is he going to be able... But he's in shape. It's not like he's not in shape. It just seems... I don't know. Whatever. Uh, he's, they're going to be working with Elon Musk's SpaceX and NASA. Um, so is SpaceX like equivalent to Space Force of yeah. the sh- show we're going so. to watch? I'm pretty sure Is it, it is. like he's trying to make a private space entity? I think so, yeah. Okay. His son's um, going to be in charge? It is not a Mission Impossible movie, which is, I guess, good. Yeah. And we know there's two movies that are in production, so. Yeah. Um, uh, go ahead. No, you're good. I was going to say, it's presumably just a new film, because mm-hmm. I don't think there's like a whole lot to it other than it's like, it's a thing that they're going to do. Yeah. But I am curious, like, if this could be potentially Edge of Tomorrow slash Live, Die, Repeat, whatever the fuck they call it these days. Mm-hmm. They changed the name at one point. Yeah, they did. Um, Because that was a thing that the script was done and all that stuff. I remember the, the director said, like, yeah, we're just waiting on him to be available Maybe this is that movie because it, it does take place with a space theme. True, very true. So maybe this is something that they're gonna do within that film. I don't know. Okay, it could be a completely new thing. Nobody knows. Okay, except for the people that know. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> I just feel like so Tom Cruise like ran out of aircraft to learn how to fly, and he was like, "I need to learn how to fly a rocket yeah, ship I guess instead." So. I guess so. It's just. But here's the thing. It's just like, comical. He point. would have to go through extensive training. Yeah, yeah right? exactly. Because NASA's no joke. They have That's to, a... like, learn how to be able to not pass out, right? Don't they have, like, some... I think there's fairly extensive training to yeah, be... It's, it's yeah, it's very intense. Yeah. It's very difficult to become an astronaut. Plus, so... what if he fails at, at something and he can't... Don't they have, like... I have to assume he will be attended and have, like... 
people there helping him. Yeah, he wouldn't but, be doing this by himself. Yeah, yeah, I, just I just mean like, I mean, I'm sure they turn astronauts away a lot because they just yeah. physically uh, don't meet their requirements or mentally. This, or This is exactly why I'm asking why they didn't go with someone younger. Because you're more likely to get somebody who's going to physically... Do you think it's a Scientology film? Oh, fuck you. You think he... <laughs> You think he's trying to find Zulog or whatever his name is? Zulog? What is that? It doesn't matter. I don't care what the name is. That probably is it. Let's be honest. <laughs> You're going to look it up, aren't you? I'm gonna, I, wanna... <laughs> I want it to stay Zulog. I'm going to keep calling him Zulog. I don't care. Zenu. Zenu, okay. Z-X-E-N-U? Yeah. Is Zenu? Yeah. Isn't that the name of Elon Musk's kid? Maybe it's all going to tie together. Maybe this is like a time travel thing where yeah. Elon Musk's kid goes into space, becomes Xenu yeah. on another planet. Or he is the alien yeah. from another planet, reborn yeah. in Elon Musk's Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. And, and he disappears and Tom Cruise has to go find him in space. I hate and it. bring him back to Earth. I hate it. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I like space stuff, but this is not really a thing for me. We'll see. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I. I think NASA's just taking the opportunity to to try and grow a re birth of interest in space yeah. exploration i just wish they apparently had... it's died down in gen- the last few generations yeah which i didn't know i thought space has always been a popular thing i mean sci-fi is at an all-time high is it not right you would think people would care more what do you about think it? the fucking marvel films are that's straight sci-fi <laughs> yeah how are we supposed to get superpowers if we can't go to space and find fucking stones to get powers from you know yeah or just get hit by space storms and become the fantastic four yeah (laughs) one person becomes the fantastic four (laughs) tom cruise just divides into four people and he just has the powers of each one each one yeah and then becomes captain planet when they combine oh my god I mean, he looks like he could be Captain Planet. He does. He does. Oh my yeah. god! I think we just created the ultimate <laughs> crossover, crossover film. <laughs> and I think that might be Marvel too. No, Captain Planet. I think really? that might be our Marvel-owned property. I hope it is. We got a right to Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> he seems to be able to make things happen in that universe. Yeah, maybe. We don't know. Deadpool 3, we don't know what's happening I guess that. we'll see, so. yeah. Alright. Uh, but, speaking of action movies, Extraction. Maybe that's what it's going to be. Maybe it's a sequel. This There's a sequel coming out to Extraction. Yeah. That's the news. Okay. Jumping ahead of myself. Okay. The news is, Extraction <laughs> is getting a sequel on Netflix. Uh, Joe Russo has confirmed that he has struck a deal with his company to write a script for the sequel. And, uh, basically... There's no commitment from the director or Chris Hemsworth about whether they would be returning. But I imagine it's because there's no script yet. And I'm sure once they get a script, they'll decide. I'm sure Chris Hemsworth plans on coming back because it seemed like a a project he was really into. 
Right. Based off his social media and all that stuff, it seemed like he was really enjoying it, and I can't imagine he wouldn't come back. Especially with, like, who knows where Thor's going after the next movie, you know? Yeah. Uh, but what if this? Hear me out. Hear me out. What if Extraction 2 is going to star Tom Cruise and it's extracting Xenu from space? From space. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some people watch that. With a xenometer. No. Whatever they call those things. <laughs> oh, I'm not. Those devices that like yeah. read how much alien particles you have? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it is? Yeah. Oh, so ridiculous. I mean, you're not. You're probably not wrong. Just saying. We need to watch that actually. The first one. Yeah, we do. We'll do it for next week. Yeah. So I mean, I assume that's good. That means a lot about Extraction being a good movie if they already have plans for a sequel. Yeah, definitely. Because uh, you know we don't even know if the New Mutants will ever come out, and that's already been fucking made. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> <laughs> so you know. You never know with these things, if they're going to be released or not. Yeah. So, it's good to see that they actually want to make something that just came out. Uh, but, we do have a little bit of an update on New Mutants. Do we? And then we don't have that update after. Okay, sure. So, it showed up on Amazon temporarily as a pre-order. Mm-hmm. For the price of twenty five ninety nine US dollars. Very weird fucking price, right? Yeah. Why is it like? It bothers me that it's not twenty four ninety nine. Yeah. It's like it just, just cut it up the dollar. Like it yeah. Just, <laughs> well, it's it's bothering weird, me. It's a very weird price. And that would be for standard definition slash high def definition. So the same price. For yeah. Both. So basically. So. For high def. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Why would anybody pay the same price for standard definition? Oh, you know I wouldn't be. I know. I would be bargaining. I'd get on the customer service with Amazon. Yeah. yeah. And be like, let just so I understand. <laughs> You're going to sell me a shittier format yeah. for the same price. Yeah. I would definitely be trying to get them to cut the price. Yeah. Although, really, though, you wouldn't be getting the standard definition. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but out of principle, you... I would argue it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and when they cut down the price, I'll be like, good. But I don't have time for that shit. I'm going with high def. Yeah. So now you have to give me the same price. Yeah. Because you listen. If you were willing to. Yeah. (laughs) And there's apparently no difference to you. Yeah. Boom. Yep. Fucking bamboozled. Yep. Swindled. (laughs) Uh, lost my train of thought now. Also, to note, the movie was rated R on their information for it, but we know that the movie is actually PG-13, so I don't know why it says R. Clearly, somebody's an idiot. Yeah. Lost their job at Amazon. Yeah. Probably because they're giving out things for lower prices that they have in standard definition. Yeah. Uh, But there's no actual release date listed yet. Uh, And this was actually taken down already, so it's no longer even there on Amazon as a pre-order. But it was for one point. Hmm. Yeah. And then there was some more talk that, um, in the Variety Report, that uh, films that were under the Fox banner were obligated to be released Mm -hmm. through 
theaters because of the contract at the time. So it might not be possible for it to even hit like Hulu or Disney Plus, whatever the rumors were, which doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But it might not be possible even if they wanted to because of the potential contract that they have to be that they have to be released through theaters. Gotcha. Initially. But that was probably before all this shit went down, right? Yes. Yeah. Before okay. theaters were not. Yeah. 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 Obviously. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so they could probably be like, well, <laughs> society is broken now. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. And maybe that's why they're like really postponing it because they yeah. just don't, they, they can't. It's hard to release it. Yeah. And they don't know what to do with it. Yeah. Uh, and then there was like another report that I think this is an older one from like August or something, but there was something about, uh, there was also a deal between Fox and HBO that's still in place. So like they couldn't release it on their own services without putting on HBO first mm-hmm. for like syndication or something like that. Oh, okay. I don't know. It People just want to see this fucking movie. So just. Yeah. Just make it happen. <laughs> right. I am really excited for some other things to happen. Speaking of uh, make th- making things happen. Um. <laughs> You nailed it. Yeah. You fucking nailed it. I know it. I did. <laughs> so With consent, of course. Yeah. There's uh, interesting rumors floating around that Kate Blanchett might be uh, in talks for the Borderlands film. Lionsgate did not have a comment, um, but it's like so rumored that even IMDb has it on there. It says Kate Blanchett, uh, and it says parentheses rumored, but like I didn't even know they did that. I thought that was interesting. Um, and IMDb? She, IMDb has Kate I mean, Blanchett as the they, I've, I've lost a lot of respect for them because oh, okay. uh, a lot of the times I've done like information gathering for the podcast. Yeah. I've seen errors on shit that I know is not accurate uh, okay. for their information on people. that are Gotcha. Like, sometimes someone's not even connected to the fucking property and they have them in there as they are and mm-hmm. they'll have names wrong of who they're playing okay well uh anyway she is rumored to be uh playing lilith who is a siren for anybody who doesn't know that it's a she's a sorcerer yeah ish she does magic space magic yeah but it's like internal they're 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 a, a race that has magic that they can use and they're like a power that's in, yeah it's not like they're conjuring magic there it's yeah. in them or she's whatever. like i think she's the sister to xenu if i'm correct no <laughs> I, I must have misunderstood that thing. um each siren has a specific type of magic and hers is fire magic which is kind of fun because her name is lilith which is historically and mythologically speaking the daughter of satan that's so weird it's almost as though they planned that when they made the game yeah i know that's why i was saying it I thought it was cool. That yeah. That. I also know. Yeah. That's why I said that. Yeah. Sarcastically. Uh-huh. Um, so, I see you put, you put here that you think it could be based on the first game because Lilith isn't the first game. Well, that's just the implication is because she's one of the characters. Like she's in a few of the games. Right. But she's a main character in the first game. So, the implication is are they focusing on the first game storyline as a 
right. start to the, to the... I see where you're going with that. However, if it is Kate Blanchett, I think my theory is they're going to go with Borderlands 3 because she's older and she's the commander of the Crimson Raiders in Borderlands 3. So I feel like it makes more sense with the age, unless they're going to de-age her. She's obviously gorgeous. She doesn't look young. Yeah, she doesn't look old. No, but she doesn't look young either. She okay. Look, in my opinion. It, how old is Lilith supposed to be in the game? Do we have like an age of? I don't know. They're the probably like hundreds of years old. They're like not a. They're like an okay. alien race. The worst so. thing they could do is try and aim for a young cast for this film because that's that's how you definitely don't get a legitimate adaptation if you go the you know what i mean i i'm not trying to like say you can't have good actors that are young but like if their focus is just to get like the young crowd to watch the film then Mm -hmm. like they're not going to focus on the who's right for the the role yeah i agree with you i'm not saying that she's wrong for it i just think the look that in my when i see uh Kate Blanchett, my first thought would be Borderlands 3 because she would play a more mature... Was she in pre-sequel? I think so. So they could start from the beginning of the timeline. Yeah. That's the problem. She's kind of in all of the games, isn't she? Yeah. At least a cameo in every game. Yeah. So, I mean, I just... I don't know why they would start with 3 when they have a whole story they could tell that leads up to 3 true but also that's not something that you're going to get signing a contract for multiple movies yeah assuming they even plan to do that which you think they would if they're going to make a movie yeah so i don't know you could be right she is older but like i don't feel like she looks it or it would prevent her from playing a what's deemed a younger character yeah you're right i agree plus they could do a completely new story and also even if she's rumored to be playing lilith i don't know where the rumor comes from but like looking at her i feel like she looks more like maya who was borderlands 2 the siren i thought she looked a lot like lilith i agree but maya is the one that has like she gives me uh like uh hella vibes with her like she's got the dark hair yeah she gives you a lot of vibes yeah hella vibes Whatever. That's I'm just a California saying. joke for anybody yeah. who's not familiar with what Hello is. It's like a Northern California yeah. joke. Although I think it's expanded to Southern California now. It has. I mean, I feel like they look very similar. They do, but I feel like I would see her more as Maya because I, I think because I'm picturing or what. I feel like I'm picturing her more as Maya because of the dark, the darkness to Maya that Lilith doesn't have. Lilith is more like light. You have darkness. You know what I'm trying to say. Well, as Ron Burgundy would say, when in Rome. <laughs> yeah, he would say that. <laughs> Let's look on the bright side, shall we? Yeah, we shall. Netflix is coming out with a sequel to the movie Bright. Okay. Which was a modern take on a Middle Earth kind of... <laughs> It was a live action onward. <laughs> Not plot wise, but the society no. wise. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a valid point. Yeah. The world. It was yeah. onward as a live action film. Yeah. Not necessarily the film. Not the plot, plot but the but world. The world. Yes. That's a good. That's a good one. I didn't even think of it that way. So you know the film starred Will Smith and Joel Edgerton, uh, and basically. 
it was I think it was considered a hit. I don't think it did like great numbers, but it it was successful enough. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's getting a sequel. Yeah. Uh, director Luis Leterrier is in talks to helm the sequel. Okay. Uh, people will know him from doing the Incredible Hulk for Marvel, which is the MCU film that kind of gets forgotten. But okay. it was technically an MCU film. Got it. Uh, now You See Me, hmm. which, you know. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. You know they're making a third one of that fucking yeah. franchise? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Apparently people like it. I don't know. Uh, was the second one called, like, Now You See Me Again? No. And wasn't it just Now You See Me Was it like, I'm back? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> it should have been called Now You Don't. Now You Don't? Oh. That's a good one. Yeah. But they, they missed that opportunity. Or they could have cut the film into two parts. Yeah. Yeah, it was just Now, now You See Me Too is what it was called. Okay. <laughs> Original. Yep. And then also he did Clash of the Titans, so the remake. Okay. Obviously, because he's not that fucking old. Right. So that's really it. He's okay. in talks to be helming the sequel for netflix uh did you like that film like how did you feel about it i liked it i thought it was interesting it was fine it kind of went to this interesting direction with the end of the film where yeah they could take it i, I enjoyed it i think it yeah. was a- it was a lower budget film if i'm correct so they did a lot with what they had obviously if will smith's returning that's a good sign huh? yeah he must have been okay with it <laughs> but again he had that flop was it jenim Gemini Man. Gemini. What's Gemini Man? Gemini Man. Gemini Gemini Joe. Yeah, it was a good movie. It was a few years ago, though. I feel like it's been out. It's been a while since that film. Gemini Man? No, no, no. Oh, the first one? Yeah, this one. Right. I feel like it's been a couple years, yeah. 2017. So, yeah, three years. All right. Well, that's cool. We'll see what happens there. Um, or will we? Maybe. But I guess we'll have to find now out. Now you see what's happening there. Yeah. Now you don't. <laughs> uh, you know, we did see, though. What did we see? We saw a movie. <laughs> we watched... What? <laughs> we watched Captive State. Uh, didn't do too well. According to society. Yeah, this was a 2019 film. Yeah. I remember it was like, I want to say it was near the end of 2019. I think that's correct, yeah. Um, it had a, it has a 43% tomato meter and a 37% audience score, which is pretty bad. But, at, but they match. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, a, a, not too many known people in the cast, but um, yeah, Ash- I, I only recognize literally two two people. Yeah, not that it was a huge cast, but right. like I recognized two, but I only knew the name of one. Yes, exactly <laughs> the same same here. Um, Ashton Sanders played Gabriel Drummond, who is the main character. He is n- a relative newcomer. He's known for Moonlight, which came out in twenty sixteen. Okay. Um, I know. Of and when I say I newcomer, I mean he has got only got a handful of parts. Not that he, because it's always been four years, but um, he's not a big name yet, of course. Um, and then Jonathan Majors is Rafe Drummond, plays the um, 
Gabriel's older brother. I don't know what he's from. He's from a lot of stuff, I'm sure. Uh, John Goodman is the only guy that I recognized. Yes. Uh, is his name, anyway. Plays William Mulligan. Who He's like a detective or some kind of higher-up situation in the cop organization. Was he a detective? He works for the government. Some, yeah. Yeah. It was like... Yeah. He was in the law enforcement agency that was involved in the movie. Um, and then Vera Farmiga, which I've forgotten her name... Um, she plays Priscilla Scott, who is in the, one of the other main yeah. characters. And the, in the last movie. thing I, I recognized her from was the Godzilla King of the Monsters. Yes. She played the mother. Yeah. Um, I like her, and everything I see her in, I usually like her, but I, for some reason, never remember her name. <laughs> it's kind of rude, isn't it? Um. <laughs> well, I just never knew her name. Yeah. Uh, basic premise of this movie, without giving any spoilers, it's an alien race has forcibly occupied Earth and enforced martial law on all humans. The story follows young man Gabriel who tries to rebel against the system in the most general way that I can yeah. describe it. Not really even the aliens, just the way of life. Yeah, this, that's why I say the, the way system. That, the way of like, yeah, living The is. way that society is now after being occupied by aliens, yeah. he is upset by for various different reasons, which you may be too if you watch it. Uh, yeah. And he decides to rebel. Yeah. Be a part of the rebellion. Instantly, the vibes I got from this film were mm-hmm. District 9. Yeah. It was that that tone of a film. Mm-hmm. It felt like... I, I understand the rating that this film got on Rotten Tomato because mm-hmm. I feel like it had such high hopes. Yeah. I was a bit disappointed in it in the end, yeah. but I don't regret watching it. I just wish it was more than it was. Yes. Uh, it was a very slow film. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not at all about its action. It has a couple scenes, but it's not about action. No. It's really about this rebellion organization and how they kind of do their spy espionage yeah. tactics to... It's kind of more of a thriller, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I actually really enjoy that aspect of the film where they yeah. they kind of show the clever things that they do to sneak around and mm-hmm. get information to each other without the like aliens or the humans who are governing the for side. the aliens yeah. are how to, to stop them from knowing what they're doing. Yes, it was clever. Some of the things they did. Um, and so I thought this film had a lot of hope and, and like potential, but like the execution just felt like it just didn't work in the end yeah it felt like it was lacking i feel like the trailer even when we were seeing trailers i feel like it presented it like it was a different film narratively than what it ended up being which could be what hurt it yeah rating yeah people might have had that whole the village effect where mm-hmm. they thought they were going to see a certain type of movie and then when it wasn't they're like what the, what fuck, the fuck is fuck? this yeah. and the the bitterness is what gave the review, not yeah. so much the film itself. Yeah. Did the trailer have a lot of the very first part in it? I was just curious. No, a lot of the later stuff in the okay. film, I feel, was in the trailer, mm-hmm. which painted it in a certain light. Right. That that was not even at all the premise of the film. Right. Yeah. Okay. I see what you mean. Um, I enjoyed it. I also, I don't regret watching it. I, there were obviously some flaws with it, but um, I think... The acting was good. Yeah, I really enjoyed the acting. Uh, the premise worked well. Like I get where they were going with it, yeah. but they just didn't execute it correctly. I yeah. thought they could have done so much more. 
I wanted I want more information on this situation. Like I want more information on the universe. <laughs> yeah. I want to know more about the aliens. I want to know more about the whole Yeah. And that's kind of why I thought it was like it reminded me a lot of District 9 because it's like that's just a movie where this is the world they're in now. Yeah. It doesn't matter why they're in this world, yeah. but this is the fucking world that they're yeah. in. Yeah. So this is what's happening now. Right. And I want to know more of the why. So that's the only thing I was a little disappointed in is I wanted to know how they got where they were. The alien designs were really fucking cool, though. Very interesting. Yeah. So I would love to, if they expand, like, you know, maybe do a why later film. Yeah. I did love the idea of what they were and yeah. why they were there. But yeah. obviously that's not really explained, yeah. which is, it's more about the people yeah. in the film trying to complete this internal mission that they have right yeah so it brought up a lot of you know obviously it was a a big highlight on poverty the 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 gap between poverty and riches it's about class structure yeah and it's a cautionary tale of what happens when too much power is given to the wrong people that's very true (laughs) yeah Alien or not. Yeah. The wrong individuals. Yeah. Whatever. No matter what Zeno says. No matter what Zeno says, you do not let Tom Cruise go to space. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, it was an okay film. I don't yeah. regret watching it. I just, I feel like it dropped the ball a lot. It yeah. could have been so much more. Yeah. Um, but I did enjoy the rebellious, like, espionage yeah you know things that they did i thought that was really cool it it did give a nice reflection of what people might be like during an alien invasion Mm -hmm. uh or i guess post invasion yeah Yeah. in a modern take yeah definitely it also kind of gave me that like uh, a vibe of that was it v remember that yeah, it's kind of about the same concept of uh, yeah, aliens coming and being a part of yeah society, but really they're just secretly taking it over. Yeah, um, I would say I would have to give it to Goodman's, <laughs> two Johns, two Johns. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give it a three. Because I was entertained, and I think I liked it a little bit more than you did. I wasn't as bothered by some of the things. It was mainly the ending that pissed me off. Because I felt like it led up to something, and then it didn't follow through Mm. with what it felt like they were going to do. I feel like their attempt at making the viewer infer something from that worked on me and didn't work on you. Okay. Like, I think that you could go either way with it. And I went the way that yeah. I think you probably, ha- in my head, I have a better ending to it because I went that one way. And then I think because you went the other way, yeah. it didn't work as well Like, for I you. get what they did with, like, there's this bigger story arc yeah. tie-in mm-hmm. at some point that's yeah. like, oh, I got that. But yeah. I got that long before the fucking point got to saying yeah. that's what's going on. Right. Like, I caught that a while back. It's just, it just didn't go anywhere useful for the overall plot it was more of a personal thing in the end and i thought that was like a little confusing i just have to um disagree 
Okay. I agree, agree to disagree on that one. Okay. I feel like it was very not personal. Okay. There was a personal aspect to it, but I feel like I got the feeling, my feeling of it was that it was a larger picture and it was all this huge orchestration of stuff um, to be a part of the larger goal rather than necessarily as it didn't seem it didn't come off to me as revenge or whatever like it did to you okay all right i don't know i just i feel like they could have done more with what they were going for and it just fell flat for me i i think what upset me about it is that i think it seemed like it was set up it was kind of setting up the opportunity for more movies. I think it did. I think that was and, intentionally what they were doing. And I want that. Which might be what I didn't like because I know it's not going to get a sequel. Yeah. So I want them to, I would like to see more in a different situation, in a different location or whatever, whatever, you know, like how it's implied. So like more like an anthology of, uh, yes. of different, different people different in the same scenario. How different achieve the same goal. Yeah. Because this was what based in Chicago. Yes. In a suburb of Chicago. And then it was implied that they had the same situation all around the world. Yes, yeah, it was a... But they were a more intense scenario because of the rebellion plots in the the beginning of the film. Yes. Think of like headline news things or whatever that catch you up to where they are now. So I think that's why, that's where I was left a little disappointed because I'm like, I can see this and I'm like, oh, this has so much potential to be, like you said, an anthology. Mm-hmm. Um, but it might perform better as a TV show, actually. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. Like where in Game of Thrones you jump from place to place following different people and then it all adds up in the end. Mm-hmm. That would be a good possible option for this to maybe perform a little bit better than the movie did. Yeah, because then they can do character development on like, specific people and why they are in this rebellion yeah i mean maybe some people don't have it maybe they don't care about the fucking aliens and it's just because it's a personal thing for them yeah as far as somebody that they loved or something yeah or, um you know that would be an interesting maybe concept. someone's just like i just want to kill aliens because it sounds like it'll be fun like, yeah I, I don't know like yeah yeah they could give different perspectives yeah and i don't know you could it, see some of the people that are on not on the rebellion side and see how they're viewing it yeah. Too would be interesting. And they kind of went that route with this. They yeah. tried to go that route with like, yeah. oh, well, they are making life better for everybody by being here. Sure, it's strict, but... That was very all... Kool-Aid-y, though, at the, that part. It, it, yeah, they say it, but it Sipping was very like, yeah. Yeah. Ah, I don't know, that's a fucking infomercial, if you ask me. It didn't seem accurate. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, like I said, I think I'm going to give it a three. Did I say that? I don't yeah, remember. Did. Okay, cool. I think that's it, yes? Yep, that's it. Okay. Um, that's it for our episode this week. All right, everyone. If you're still there, thanks for listening. We appreciate your time. And uh, don't forget to rate, review, uh, subscribe on your favorite podcast service. We're on a bunch of them. If you have any uh, content suggestions or requests, feel free to send us an email directly. Uh, it's at dtfpod at gmail.com. We would love to hear uh, direct feedback from you. If you have anything to let us know, if you don't want to leave a review, we'd love that. But if you're for some reason against that and you can send us an email instead, that's fine too. Um, we would love to hear from anyone. Um, you can also find us on dtfcast.com or you can follow Steven on social media. At Classy Cat Dad on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. 
and uh, he's been streaming a little bit more lately, so you can check yeah, him out. Yeah, I did on... like a birthday stream for like three hours with my friends. Although and... you only hear me because of technical difficulties. You can just assume it's really good, though. Yeah. <laughs> I make a lot of good jokes based off people's comments, <laughs> and then you only hear the joke yeah. that I make yeah. without context, but yeah. just know it's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's on Mixer, right? Yes, that's on Mixer. Yeah, so you'll see him on Mixer or Twitter or what's it called? Or Twitch every now and then. Yeah, yeah, I haven't done Twitch recently, but yeah. Right. Uh, and you'll see Autumn, my cat, makes a cameo. Yeah. She was producing. Yeah. Yeah. She's a stream producer. Yeah. Well. Uh, and yeah. I'm doing a lot of like on social media adding stuff from Warzone, like our wins and stuff. I yeah. put clips of that. So if you're interested in seeing those, the Good. last kills and stuff. Check that out. Nice. All right. Okay. Well, next well. week, looking to do a review on Final Fantasy VII for anybody interested. Yep. I'm going to... Finally finish the fucking game. Yeah. I'm ready to talk about it. Yeah. I'm going to buckle down and play a couple of chapters at his recommendation so that I have some input so I'm not just sitting here like a thumb. <laughs> of all things, a thumb. I think I was thinking potato. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> But potatoes kind of look like thumbs. They look the same. Yeah. <laughs> One's just more edible. Depends on if you're a two-year-old or not. Or a cannibal. Okay. Or that. Wow, I had to take it there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's the episode. That's it. Episode 32. Till next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.